To start, press any key. Where's the any key? There doesn't seem to be any any key. I see Esk, Kataral, and Pigup. Oof. All this computer hacking is making me thirsty. I think I'll order a tab. This program contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a straight. This show is behind the shem shemas. Yes, it seems. Let me give you a choice. I can put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. Yeah, it's a nasty scheme. When we are successful, we will be. We have a real chance of this. Your patience is wearing thin. Give that little sweetheart a little bit of love. God, the tremendous pleasure of just being me is washing through my body right now. Just reveling in my ism. So what issues are irking you these days? Irking me? Well, uh, I hate celebrities. Uh, I hate Angela Jolie, especially. How many fucking little bitch kids does she have to adopt from the fucking third world before her barren womb can spit out its own? I mean... How fucking dry is she anyway? Or maybe she's just been so reamed out by Brad Pitt's fucking huge foolish fatsa, it took her uterus with her. Him. <laughs> anyway, Angie, God damn it! one of those lips of yours could feed a South African country for a year. I'm just jealous of people. Oh, politics. Politics? Politics in the new world will be outlawed, as long as, along with lawyers and TV quiz show hosts. Uh, Sleazy P. Martini will be set up as president of the world, and we will have to eliminate immediately 90% of the population, because, quite simply, there's not enough stuff to go around. Onwards with that, uh, they will be impaled and crucified, uh, and, and the new constitution shall be drafted, on the peeled skin of their buttocks. I hear giggling over there. Is that a woman? You find me attractive, don't you? Yeah. Human chicks love me. That is, until I stick it in them. And they realize what it's all about. It's horrible. What else do you want? Stick what in them? My fucking cock! How did it get so big? It was born this way, much to my mother's displeasure. What are some things people... When I was born, my mother said, that's the second biggest cock that ever came out of me. 
Barack Obama. When I was born, I was born ass first. So my entire body came out of the pussy, except for my penis. It was still stuck in there. So I started fucking her. Isn't that a lovely image? Don't tell your mom. It's episode 142 behind the schemes for March 6, 2023. And uh, I don't have quite that same origin story. This is Booberry, Black Knight of the Mothman. And joining us, we have none other for the very first time in the green room, the incomparable, the legendary, the, 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 the ones. It's John Fletcher and Carolyn Blaney of Hella Famous Hog Story. Hello. Hello. Pooberry. This what is an so honor me. to be here. A big, big honor. Let, let me say. <laughs> Massacre. Oh wow! Let it go. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to pull the tarps out. Do you want one? Oh, you know. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna, do you have any goggles? I could use yes, some goggles. I, I wore a rain uh, slick, but I forgot the goggles. I don't I have I goggles. Need, oh, Dang. don't have. Okay, that's okay. You know, blood I'll in just, the eyes. Uh, it is. I'll I'll just put on this baseball cap here. Okay, <laughs> and uh, but I I think the blood on me is is kind of a it's a feather in my cap. Uh, it just to show everybody where I ca- where I was at. I'm in Whoa! the green room with uh, the Mothman of the Mil- Miniocalypse. Yes, and uh, Tom- Lavish could not join us for tonight. He's uh, off traveling doing Sorry. reconnaissance. Uh, but uh, you know, there's a good chance that we might hear something from him eventually. You never know. Uh, He's on a secret mission, then. Oh yeah, secret. Oh. Asian man, secret, secret, Asian, Asian man. man. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh, and you have a you have a lovely outfit. I well, thank you very much. I'm glad that you noticed my booberry t-shirt that I'm wearing right now. A very nice booberry t-shirt. Yep, that's it's great. Although it's getting a little warm, I'm I'm already feeling like I gotta take it off. <laughs> that happens. And and the uh, theme song, the Evangelion theme song. Um, well, I have to say, I, I I don't know. I it made me think about uh, uh, Frasier. Does you know the show Frasier and how Niles Crane is hmm. Shinji for sure? So he would stand over top of people in their hospital beds and bait. I I think that might I be. Mean, I think that might when be you Niles gotta Crane. come. Uh, admittedly i've I've never i was never very much into frazier so i don't know too much of the lore behind it there there is a lot of uh um there there seems to be a crossover and and there are memes with this crossover um i i do i take these memes and i put them on blaney at shitposter.club I have a few of them now. <laughs> and there there was a Frasier uh intro for Evangelion and there was I think I liked the the King of the the King of the Hill one and the Seinfeld one. Those were great. The Seinfeld one was so good because they had the bass. The bass line is great. <laughs> well, I'm a uh... <laughs> I think uh, I think this would be the perfect time to say, just get excited about intermission tonight. This party will definitely keep going. 
Nice. I believe this. (laughs) (laughs) How do y'all want to start this? You want to do a tarot card? Let's do a tarot card. Oh, my. Well, from the Line Strider deck, I have drawn, or I should say the card jumped out of the deck. I didn't get a chance to actually pick tonight's card. It was the Hermit Reversed. Now, the Hermit Reversed, if you want to see this tarot card, you can go over to zososcorner.substack.com. It's posted right there at the very top of the hmm. article, so you can see I just dropped a link right there oh, in the chat. Oh, you did? Uh, but when you look at this card, it's it's, uh, it's a very unique art style. I would say uh, it's it's definitely got a bear. There's a lot of mm, butterflies, perhaps, uh, sort of uh, yes. uh, acting as like a shroud or a coat perhaps, or a robe that's around the bear, and it's uh, uh, sitting on top of a half of a human skull. And um, there's like a big orange splot, which seems a little bloody, if you ask me. Yes, it does. Uh, But we got some general keywords about the hermit to start us off. Solitude, self-awareness, learning, self-conscious, patient, uh, retreat, reluctant uh, leadership. And of course, the Led Zeppelin Four, which featured the uh, the Hermit famously on the album, the inside of the album. Oh yeah, that's how I found out about tarot cards was that album and that that cover. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't know what it was, and uh, this girl I knew in school who was very much into all that told me about it. It's uh, yeah. he he was he was a big old fan of it, occultism. Yeah, I found that out like, but uh, you know, much later on. I mean, the more you look into it, the more the more you find uh, all sorts of things about those guys, as as far as the occult goes. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna actually. This, um, I'm still looking at this card. This so the lamp, um, and since it's reversed, you know. Yes. Uh, does that look like it says four one one on the lamp under the star, like on oh, the? Kind of does. Oh, that's uh, that is which symbol is that? Oh, it looks like it might be um, Virgo. Yeah, I think that's... Ah, Virgo. Yeah. Which would make sense, because uh, the Hermit is the tarot card corresponding to Virgo. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Because he's never gotten late. <laughs> I mean, Virgos, like, they're kind of... They're stern. They're sort of... Well, it comes uh, from self- the Virgin, you know. So. Oh, oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, uh, I'll read you some from the book that comes along with this deck. It's over 9,000! What? 9,000? What? Not what? 1,000? It can't be. <laughs> <laughs> I in- think it's right. That's impossible. Uh, the Hermit card speaks of introspection, inward focus, and isolation. After several renditions with several different animals... I chose the bear because of his association with hibernation and caves. Ah, that would make sense. This bear is wounded, but the wound is bringing forth new life. Oh, we called it, dude. It was blood. Yes. Uh. (laughs) Uh, The hermit may indicate that a time for self-care and intense learning slash growth has come. Virgo is associated with this card. As is the number nine. (laughs) And the star in the lantern is a six-pointed star. The Seal oh, of Solomon, okay. a symbol of wisdom. 
In a reading, the hermit most frequently represents the current. Sometimes the hermit represents another important person close to you. Trust your intuition to guide you in this. For example, in a love reading, the hermit may appear as a spouse or love interest who feels distant, emotionally unavailable, or closed off. The hermit in a future position may mean that your current course of action has you headed for loneliness. Be aware that the hermit, in conjunction with the swords or wands, uh, conflict cards, five and seven specifically, can indicate your sharp tongue or judgmental attitude has isolated you from others. Paired with the king or queen of swords, a time of intellectual study and exploration may have uh, may have you seeking solitude. The hermit combined with the stars, one of the best combinations that you can pull. Oh, yeah. hmm. I wasn't aware of this. Uh, together, they say that you are on the right track and that the gods are smiling on you. Oh, interesting. It's entirely possible to be in a state of isolation and be doing exactly what you need to do to grow and thrive. Uh, In the reverse aspect, the hermit may mean that you are not taking enough time for personal reflection, healing, or study. However, in contrast, the appearance of the reversed hermit may suggest that you are spending too much time in excessive isolation, and it may be time to move out of the cave and back into the sunlight. You may be in danger of losing important connections to others because you have neglected those relations while in hibernation. Mm-hmm. Well, I, for one, am ready for the goddamn snow to be done with. Same. I'm ready to get into hot girl summer. Yeah, hot girl Short summer. Short shorts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Denim Crop shorts. Tops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm ready. I want to be able to get outside and soak my feet. Face in the sun. I'm tired of being cooped up indoors and getting snowed on every goddamn uh, every other day. Yeah. You want to soak up the sun. You want to tell everyone to lighten up. Yeah. What what do y'all think about this card? You got any initial um, impressions? I think it it fits. I mean, uh, it's the end of of winter. It's time to come out of hibernation. I'm also a podcaster. I do spend a lot of time indoors. I mm-hmm. do. Hibernating, cavalating, hermitizing. I've been uh, been, been thinking about that a lot. It's most of the people that I've come to interact with on a weekly basis uh, are almost entirely podcasters or podcast adjacent, no agenda, social, fediverse, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've come to realize that I don't really get out much often anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. It I a few months or I guess I guess it was a year or two yeah, it must have been a year or two ago. I went to a bar and I I said something uh to people about um I, I forget what I said, but I I I thought about oh I need like like a soundboard <laughs> or something, <laughs> something like that like, to accentuate what I was about to say. <laughs> you got a soundboard though. Use your mouth. I, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's what right. I do. I inexplicably will spit clips out of my mouth because I don't have a soundboard. Yeah. I've got I've gotten to the point where I'll start doing that at work. I'll drop a uh, uh, sir sir seat sitters. Is that funny? That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> for a long time i had to catch myself was the you're jewish right oh yeah <laughs> and now i really have to catch myself anytime somebody dares utter the word fun in my presence oh my goodness because <laughs> i've caught myself fortunately plenty of times going i'm gonna fuck your fun hole but 
fill it up with my fun. I'm going to fill it up with my fun. <laughs> and fun's good, right? I, I like fun. <laughs> I like fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Scott Adams, do you like fun? Fuck you, you stupid cunt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, uh, that gave me a little... Uh, I get a little chubby and then... Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little chubby. I I do like I do like this card. I and I and I'm feeling that as well. Like I'm in the basement. I'm, I'm there's not a lot of light coming in here. Um t- today was actually a very nice day. We had that huge snowstorm on uh, on Friday and then and then Saturday Sunday everything just is starting like we still have snow on the ground but it's it's melting and we had uh, the sun was out. It was beautiful and I heard birds chirping. Uh, and I'm just I'm just ready to to get to get out of, uh, out of that uh, out of that space. I think that goat is ready to get out of the space too. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. I'm just gonna lick some of this blood off. Oh, oh. my goodness! This is great. Is this how you do it in the green room? You're supposed to lick the blood, right? Because I I think so. That that's what you guys do. Oh. Well, anyway. Can um can you excuse me for a second? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, there we go here. <laughs> I'm here with the horniest man in television and show business. The horniest man in music. Careful kids. If you podcast too long, you'll turn into a horny son bitch. Hey, I mean you know. Yeah. Oh goodness, yeah. I uh, I think this I feel like is a the creak on that lady. This is uh, even though this card is in the reverse position, I think there's a lot of positive to be said. I there think, is. I yes. think that sun is coming down. It's mm-hmm. getting ready to just start streaming in. Very excited about it. I mean, I, you, even the show it was a little kind of naturey in a sense. Yes, it is. I I noticed. I love that. your art. It's uh, the shrooms. Just. Just dancing around. I love that. Yeah, I, I do love me some shrooms. I wasn't sure what I was going to do with it. I was like, oh, this is really nice. Um, anyway. I need to get an old school pair of 3D glasses. It works. And look at your art that way. <laughs> I believe it. That's why I want a pair. <laughs> it works. Try it myself. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. It's um, so yeah, unique. That, that makes it, yeah. yeah hell yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I do appreciate it. It's uh, It's fun. It can be a little like, oh my god, we gotta find something sometimes, yeah, but um, of course. they don't always come. <laughs> but when I do you, come, I come a lot. If they're coming, gotta get them. And you have the V for V logo there too. That's so cool. Oh uh, yeah, I might eject that uh, totally. <laughs> come again? Well, you you gotta use it. I mean, it's there. I mean, might as well use it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a great logo. It's, I it actually is. that's what I got on my. Uh, I made a stick. I gotta get back into the game of making stickers, but I made up a V for V sticker. I slapped on my hard drive. Cool. Um, yeah, I just I, I need to figure out how to get Adam to put the gift that I made for him in the live item for uh, podcasting oh, yeah. two Hmm. And the gifts work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Yeah. I know. Abel Kirby and and Cold Acid had uh, used a gif of yours. I think it was for the Clowny episode. 
of Rare Encounter. <laughs> and with the clowns. And they have like their the suspenders in their breasts. Clossy feet. Like, Clossy. Sorry, the classy. That one was fun because yeah. that was the uh yeah. that was the first instance of it's sensational uh rotoscoping <laughs> something. Rotoscoping. Yeah. That oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah. The uh and it was easy because someone pulled the asset out of the actual Phoenix Wright video game. And so it was the bouncing oh. clown girl on the white screen. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I just went through and played around with some rotoscoping. So um, now uh, now I can separate images from the background. Do it, honk. Oh, it yeah. Sounds like you need that new. Um, it's not a stem player. It's uh, the one for video. Oh, God. There, mm. Every part of me It's honks. a projector. It's, yeah, did you see this? <laughs> I need not so. I need um I just need so much. I need space. I'd love to get into the yep. video synthesizing. Oh, that <laughs> that would be cool for a motherfucking Dude, stream. It's uh if you hadn't seen the stem projector, like it it's fucking nuts. It is a thousand dollar. You can pre order it now, but it does just like the stem player does where you can isolate parts of the song in real time as you play, you can do that with movies and video. Oh my! Post links to it. It's tactile. It like touch response sort of things, and it's a projector. Jeez. And uh, yeah, for those of you who are, who are who are not in the know, uh, Kanye or uh, Ye West came out with a um, I would say <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> I got some blood splatter all over me. No, um, no, no, no. That that's just gimp juice. Oh, it's gimp! Oh, gimp juice! Bullseye! Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Should I lick this stuff too? Well, I don't know. Uh, what, uh, what? Wait, I have a clip that corresponds uh, to that. And we have as much primal sauce as is needed, of course. Uh, <laughs> and a, yes, to alley oop on that. I'm not trying to shame <laughs> this guy, but I think he needs to get educated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Playground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's a stem player uh that that Yay came uh, that Yay was a part of and so it takes it I think his his one of the albums Donda I think it was on that yeah. uh you could split the um the bass, the the uh, synth, the drums. Right, right, right. Uh, all those things, and you can like mix it up uh, on make on loops this. and add effects. Yeah, make loops, add effects, things like that. And uh, and originally it was all yeah. And originally it was all audio, and then you with that stem player you could actually upload different your own songs if you wanted, and then it, it would it would take those and split them up as well. Uh, but now there is a video uh, a device a stem player. Where I think you can do the same thing, but with video. I'd I posted a link in the green room. <laughs> nice. You can change color palettes. You can rotoscope. You can do channel surfing. Oh, cool! Wow. Uh, it has a uh, screensavers. Ooh, everybody wants screensavers. But does it have a video out? It has USB C. Oh, I see. Let mini, me scroll down and see mini the thing. HDMI. Yeah. I wonder if that's an in or an out. Are you an innie or an outie? 
<laughs> it also got Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Isolate online movie effects. storage. No ads. No algorithms. Oh, uh, thank you. Huh. It has built-in speakers, AirPlay, and Chromecast. It's the Ghostface Killer Black Stem Player. Oh, I saw that thing too. But it's oh, is that a different just thing? To be black. Is so that's a different one. It's his. <laughs> it comes with uh, Ghostface Killer's music on it, and oh, I think okay. it also has a, a subscription plan you have to sign up for. <laughs> oh, okay. Everybody wants okay. to uh, have you know a Netflix money yeah. scheme going on because he can't be always on uh curb your enthusiasm right because he was on curb your enthusiasm <laughs> yeah i will uh no. i'm excited to see some videos i'd be curious to see i'm not sure i think it'll be fun i'm not sure Thanks. how i feel about it uh if it was a situation where it was only the projector um but tied yeah. into something hell yeah yeah yeah, I think it would be fun to to see it in action. Yeah. Certainly yeah. before, people... you know. <laughs> I know. Well, it says it ships in spring of 23, so we're, we're right there. Yeah, we're about there, yeah. Now, we do do this show live every Monday night. So we actually follow Hog Story on the No Agenda stream. Uh, yeah. And you all start off at about 7 o'clock Central, and then we'll take it over Sometimes. at around... Uh, 9.15 Central. Uh, we do the show live every Monday night, 7.30, 9.30, 10.30 Eastern, respectively. You can check us out over at badradio.live uh, or zososcorner.substack.com if you want all of the uh, links to all the resources that we pull in for the show, including producer credits, uh, tarot cards, show note links, videos, intermission music, all of it's there. And there's a couple of memes and stuff in there, too. It's a good time. Uh, this is also... It really is a good resource. Like, uh, I just wanted to say it, but your notes, the uh, like all that, I like it. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's yeah. <laughs> it's the only way I can remain feeling legitimate. <laughs> you are, man. You are. Now I got some. You are, uh, you're such a rock star. I love. Yeah, like no shit. Like you do so much that's like emails. fucking cool when I listen to you, your show. Yeah, you can put you put the everything together and and uh, I. I I love that. I think that's. I think that's great. And the I, music I'm, is fucking lit as shit. Oh yeah. When, yeah. when we build up that audio stream, we're gonna have some pretty good stuff. Oh yeah. And I'd say ninety nine point nine percent of it is CC by easy. Nice. So that's that's pretty cool. I'm, I love that. I'm excited to to actually. What would be cool is just pulling all the intermissions out of each of the shows and put that on the stream. Oh yeah. <laughs> just be a constant stream of shit. <laughs> I like it. Um, this is also, uh, a podcast that is on the podcast in 2.0 specs it means, uh, when you listen to the show in a nude podcast app, found over at nude podcast you'll find yourself accessing things like transcripts, chapters, People tags, lo- location tags. You got uh, the cross app comments in there. You got sound bites. All sorts of crazy shit goes into that RSS feed. So if you want access to all the bonus, quote unquote, bonus features of the show, all you got to do is just download a new app that supports said features, and they're there at your fingertips. 
Bonus, you say? Oh, yeah. Bonus. Oh, oh there's so many. <laughs> Someone asked me, I think it was No Beret, asked me about the transcripts. Uh, I'll have to get back to you on why those transcripts aren't lining up for you. There's a very specific reason why, No Beret. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm at a loss when it comes to transcripts and chapters. To initiate it, to, um, I mean, even doing the chapters. So as the show goes along, how you're just um, setting markers. What are you using to record on? I use Adobe Audition. I will, oh, okay. uh, it's a combination of just trying to catch the markers as we go. We do have the ISOBot with the timestamp uh, feature in the IRC chat, irc.zeronode.net, mm, yeah. uh, hashtag green room, um, or, or there's a direct link at badradio.live if, uh, if you want to come chat with us, which it's a really cool place. And, um, so we'll, uh, I'll use the markers. I'll use the ISOs markers. Uh, and then Sir Bemrose wrote a tool that's as straightforward as it gets. You've got four fields to enter inter- information in, uh, to your chapter generating tool. You're going to see, uh, a start time title image link. So, uh, do you have a link to that? Uh, the, the thing you're talking about from Bemrose? Yes, I can find it. Um, and then what's uh, the image? So uh, all of the images for the show that you see in the chapters for us, they're hosted on our website. And then I'll just link to <laughs> said image in the chapter. And- oh, sorry. I heard a sneeze back there. <laughs> also. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm sorry. I'm also trying to find this uh, chapter tool. Oh, there it is. Um, and then there's, there's a force URL. of habit. She sneezes. And I hit a button. <laughs> Sorry. The uh, and then there's a there's a, a URL field, which is what you can use to uh. link to a resource. The one reason why Substack is still useful in this regards is because you can link to the actual header of a section. In the oh. in the show notes, and then oh, that's cool! Boom! All of your links are right there. Uh, I wonder if that would work for uh, like WordPress or something. It's possible. I mean, if you're if you're using headers like that, do uh, do you use a paid uh, Substack account or is it just um, like a regular free account? It's a regular free account, but um, oh, okay. Lavish and I haven't had serious discussions, but it's on the radar of moving to a self-hosted uh, solution. Substack oh, hasn't okay. done Substack hasn't done anything specifically, but it's getting a little gamified. Ooh, um, here's an email with all of your media assets for your recent Substack publication. Be sure to share these on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. hold on, I have a clip for that. It's because it's free. And it's free, you fucking tit shitter. <laughs> it's like what they're doing. They're hitting you with that every time. Do this for us, because it's free, you tit shitter. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and you I'm, I'm sure like a, a self-hosting, because uh, you, you you put out such so much value out there in, in, your, uh, in your show. And like, I feel like you're putting out your heart out there, and you're putting it on on the Substack uh, plate, and you're sharing it with everybody. Um, when, if you had your own, 
then you're keeping it. It's yours. Exactly. If that makes any sense. Yes. Yeah. Give that little sweetheart a little bit of love. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and I think that would be good if, if it's if it's feasible. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's I'm sure there's work involved, but I, that one got me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that initial hit of the uh, the shock. I know. <laughs> Bring out the gimp. Um, so I mean, you're Jewish, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's uh the the other foot to self hosting the Substack? I, I think there was one called Ghost. I was looking at. Um, I want to have a back end that is a wiki of show notes. So imagine being at oh, yeah. .io, but it had a wiki front end, and you could actually link inside of said notes and articles to other related material. So then it just oh. webs out from there. That would be a lot of like that would be really interesting. Because you could go back into past uh, newsletters and and see uh, s- people could see for themselves like things that you brought up and and like oh this happened and now this is happening and you could they could put them together and send it to you and that, that's always fun. It's um I was talking to uh, Prometheus System guys and uh, I. I- Definitely piqued Ricky's interest. Uh, Ricky was a guest on our show. He's the he's the leader over there. Um, I forget his actual title, but um, mm-hmm. uh, I got I just got to have a talk with him and see what sort of work it's going to take. Uh, yeah. I, I think it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, well, and then everything so. would be the other other plus side is then you archive everything along the way, so you get that freedom yes. controller sort of angle to it as well. Oh, of course, because because you do want to have that that freedom where you're not you're not tied down by uh, a particular platform. Exactly. Now, um, it, it this segues into something that that uh, that happened to me. Now, I I don't want to I don't want to take over anything. I just want to. Okay, so long story short, I got banned from Discord. <gasps> me. Could yes. You believe of it? all people. Like, of all people. You know, uh, yeah. it's because of all the things, all the awful things I said. Well, obviously, yeah. Carolyn, my child, because that's just something I would do. You know, awful I things. may. It's, so it's just all the awful things I said, and then so I got banned. Okay, so I got an email saying how banned I was, and I said, okay, that's fine. I don't I mean, like. Why don't this you tell is them? A- tell them what it really said. The email. It. It's, I know what it, it said. said, it said uh, uh, you're a bigot. <laughs> Pretty much. Long story short, it's uh, Carolyn, you're big. Yeah, just uh, just stop doing everything, and um, and you know what? It's a feather in my cap, and I'm fine with it. It's totally fine. However, <laughs> they sent me terms of service, new terms of service, an email oh. to me who got banned. Terms of service. And then I was trying to get off of their their uh, mailing list. I'm trying to find like how do I unsubscribe? Because I like I do not want any more stuff from them. Why would uh, why would a club who didn't want me as a member? Fine, that's good, appreciate it. Um, just you know, keep sending me stuff. I don't want it. I don't want that. And then they keep sending me things. So. 
it's uh it's and I cannot unsubscribe. The last couple of emails I had, there was no link that said unsubscribe. I went Mm-mm. back to past emails from Discord. There was an unsubscribe link. However, that unsubscribe link didn't work. So I can't get into an account to unsubscribe to. And then uh, to, and it's what just like, it doesn't Discord.com slash unsubscribe. I don't think it works. Like none of that works. Like they, they're just. It, it is just such a. Um, it. I don't know. It's a Mickey Mouse club over there. They they don't know how to run a company. They do, they don't know how to run a Twitter account. They don't know what capitalizations are, in in their tweets. If you ever go to at Discord on Twitter. They don't know how to. T- they don't know how to write a sentence. They are illiterate and they don't know anything. They're av- like, like if I were, I want to go into their boardroom and just and just strip every one of them down and just tell them how they have messed up their company. They have messed up their company so bad that just you know, absolutely just. Like and it's not even about me being being banned. Good. I don't want to be in their company. I want to. I want to tell every one of them that they're fired. I want to <laughs> fire all of them. <laughs> I want to make sure none of them, none of the people at Discord have a job because they're not doing their job. Well, for sure. The only thing I can say to that is, I think that's how, how the Mothman comes. Fuck Discord, man. Fuck what is this Mickey Mouse bullshit I see before my very eyes? It's a hundred percent. Like, I just, I, I just want to fire them all, personally. Okay, so we got this, this, this lady, uh, uh, Carolyn. She didn't give her last name. She's coming in from downtown. And oh geez. no, this is what they do. They're like, "There's that gal again." Yeah, no. wherever downtown is. Yeah. That are just a, a bunch a of idiots in the woman, woman, woman. Oh, I, I just tell them they're just a bunch of idiots. Yeah, Carolyn, do it, <laughs> do it, do it. And uh, after we get done tearing down Discord, we're gonna tear down Mickey Mouse's house. That, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. fire him too. Wait, wait. <laughs> where does Mickey Mouse live? I would imagine uh, uh, Cinderella's castle. Doesn't he live at the press Prescott? Is it no? Prescott? He's always like moving around. He was like the sorcerer's oh. apprentice, but he didn't stay there. There is a yeah. Disney World in California, and then so there's one world? in there's uh, a world, and is, then there's land. Land is in uh, California. Yeah. Oh, land is in California, but what's what's the one in Florida? That one world. World. Yeah. world. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh man. Let's uh, we should get into some boostergrams here. I feel like I mean, we had so oh, many yeah, roll through here. So many. You also have to tell me, uh, make sure or confirm at some point if you're seeing those boosts come through. Cause we got Carolyn and Fletcher invited into the split for tonight. Uh, oh, both thank doing you so splits. much. Oh yeah, so we got to. Oh, we was splitting it up. <laughs> literally part oh, yeah. of the contract. <laughs> You have to come on my show, and I have to literally give you the value of coming in. Okay. Well, I didn't realize this uh, this uh, this chair would be so comfortable, even with the you know the things that strap to my ankles. The green room chairs are the best room chairs. 
Yeah, yeah. It's comfy. But and yeah, this, this thing green, that cr- uh, around my neck, is- it's totally fine. It's it's, it's totally fine. But I still feel like I could fire Discord. Awesome. This is great. <laughs> Fuck you, you stupid <laughs> cunt. Yeah, I'll cooperate a little bit, will you please? <laughs> um, I see a lot of. Uh, oh yeah, I did a bowls with buds with uh, Spencer and Lorian this past for Friday. Pleasure. Uh, all for pleasure. There was hardly yeah. any business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as as it is. Uh, so thank you, everybody that was boosting in on that one. Uh, there's a whole you. bunch. I got to scroll a lot. That's a whole lot of scrolling. Uh, I think the first one that we got here is 3333 from Dag Through Fountain. He said, Behind the Smoker, have a great show. Oh, yeah. Woo. Thank and, you. And next up was Abel Curdy with a fabled 8888. And he said, Boost. Boost. Thank you, Kindly. Yeah. Abel Kirby. Very nice. Yeah. But tell me about these well detailed breasts. Oh, Boost no. with the force. Let your feelings guide you. Here. We could mm. we could we could practically so get loud. we could get Abel Kirby on this show at this point. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey Horace, my brain is equal on three parts. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got another eighty-eight, eighty-eight from Abel Kirby, and he said, "Nard war, nard war, yes, nard, nard, nard." Did you speak? You know who doesn't like nard war is Nick the Rat. Mm. Oh, yeah. I want. Well, he also got booted from Discord as well. Also, did you know what? Uh, oh, yeah, I did see that. Um, He's coming with me when we fire everybody at Discord. By the way, you know, honestly, at this point, I just I'm glad to see it. Um, <laughs> I'm on. I have uh, specific servers that I follow on the Discords, and it's all in aims of trying to pull people off of Discord. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's yeah, uh it's yeah. time i even got in the uh, uh I, I just i need to go with y'all i got booted off there as well so there's uh yeah. i just mm-hmm. tried out um the uh prometheus uh, matrix it's pretty cool seems like a most excellent self-hosted discord solution oh. mm. prometheus and this matrix. isn't like noster or anything what this if they is a split those thing. two like mash those two movies up who to what? Oh, Prometheus. That what is it? Part of the Alien series? Oh yeah, yeah. It's the prequel. And then the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. A movie mashup. Those two. Uh, I'm sorry. Just the name of that. Uh, the, the thing you said. <laughs> Prometheus Matrix. Well, I don't want to like. I don't want to say like process because that's just that doesn't seem right. And Prometheus dot systems. Mm. I, I should say their name. I should. I like the, right the word thing. Prometheus just the way it is. Well, it's you a know, good it's word. Just a cool. Yeah, it's a good word. Good word. Uh, we got seventy-seven, seventy-seven. That's the David Lee, Ru- uh, David Lee Ruth, David Lee <laughs> Roth boost from Make Heroism through Fountain. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make Heroism. Oh. And Mary- I thought it was the uh, Kanye clip. Kanye donation, you know. Seven. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> uh, Make Heroism and Mary Kate Ultra graciously run the Ooh. BTS uh, Threadless Shop. You can find that over at BehindTheSchemes.shop. And they do I got uh, one of them shirts. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Would you pirate the you wouldn't pirate the moon, would you? <laughs> <laughs> they actually they had some uh they had some new ones. Oh yeah? Oh cool. And uh it's very, very titillating. 
Oh, I got to check the, this titillating these this titillating art. Yes, scandalous almost. We've been so betrayed. We have been so terribly betrayed. Well, <laughs> say it's tantalizing. Booster, thoughts and prayers to you. <laughs> um, what was next? Uh, ba 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 Make heroism eighty eight eighty eight boosting the gimp through fountain. Uh, we got bully steed twenty eight. Who's the gimp? That is that is the gimp, the one and only gimp. God, I love that whip. <laughs> sexy, sexy. S X X Y. Twenty eight seventy four from oh, Bully Steve saying uh, hashtag behind the hogs. Yes, behind the hogs isn't <laughs> a most a most American place to be. <laughs> I it like is. that one a lot. <laughs> Speaking of America, I think this guy may be the gimp. I don't know. I mean, he's kind of. I mean, I have a mask right here. I put a mask on it. You know, when I think I need it. <laughs> Kind of similar. <laughs> I look forward to spanking each and every single one of you. <laughs> oh yeah, that lady from the, uh, the the council, the city council meeting, or something. Oh oh uh, uh, oh yeah. You may call me mistress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are no. dismissed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is America, you dumb son of a bitch, okay? She should have thrown that in there. Uh, we got 6666 uh, from Make Heroism. I believe that was the goat that Carolyn was uh, lapping up at. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I oh. remember that goat. I, I, that goat remembers you, too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Got on all that. over my parts. <laughs> We should. I'm glad that you brought All that up. Uh, just before I hopped onto the stream, I thought, "Damn, we should really have wet goat T-shirt contests." <laughs> yes, no. yes. Yeah. We should do. We could do sat prizes. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I I would get in on that competition. I yes. <laughs> I mean, I would have to as well. <laughs> My goat cheese brings all the boys to the yard. And they're like, me. I don't know if you've heard this, but some pictures just came out where it looks like McConaughey's fucking a goat. <laughs> well, McConaughey oh. goat fuck. <laughs> We got uh, Lavish coming in with 8888. He was uh, getting in there on that gimp Lavish. action. Yeah. You know him. You love him. Yeah. Could be Lavash. <laughs> Could be Lovish. Could Sounds lush. fucked up to me. One day you're fucking a pig's head college. The next thing you're the prime minister of the United Kingdom. <laughs> Slap on the ass. Have a good day. Lavish. <laughs> It's quite lavish. <laughs> that guy really seems to understand exactly what's going on. <laughs> Can Zippy get a show with those guys? Oh my god. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. I don't even know where that guy's from, but it, the voice was amazing. Uh, Zippy. That's the uh, unofficial third host of No Agenda Now. 
Zippy the AI bot. Oh dear. Okay. You got that to replace Chat GPT. (laughs) (laughs) Who wouldn't make out with those two guys? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look at them. Look at them. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Oh, why is that one all fucked up? I don't get it. Son of a bitch. We sound like two (laughs) douche boomers right now. (laughs) Uh, A lot of fountain boosts tonight. Goodness. 1659 from Bully Steed saying BTS for the win. Thank you, Dean Bully Steed. Thank you. Boosty Steed. Yes. Fucking let loose. 6666 from Make Heroism through Fountain getting him another goat. Uh, I don't don't even know where it was in the pile. (laughs) Oh, there it is again. And... Is it the goat dander that's... And it's probably the goat dander. It's goat and dander. And also... Yeah. Also... <laughs> Thank you. We got 6666 from Bully Seed saying goats will be slaughtered until morale improves. <laughs> Queen of sneezing. <laughs> Gesundheit. Thank you. And I told her that. <laughs> that t- <laughs> The white flag of surrender. <laughs> Thank you. Bless you. Oh. Yeah, it's, Here uh, it comes. Holy Jesus. 141,141 Satoshis. Yowza. From Piranzi through Fountain. Piranzi. Holy cool. goodness, man. Holy shit. Be blessed. That's what? Cool. Thank you. That's so kind. Yeah, I just... Thank you. <laughs> Success. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you so kindly. So kind yeah. uh, no, I, I said, "Wow, that wasn't a wow." I feel like that's uh, up there in uh, biggest boost. I'm not sure. I'd have to. I'd have to go back and look. I just it's recently set up the um, Saturn tool in tandem with Albi. So that I could see, I guess, a different version of the boost. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Pfeiffer was telling me about that. Yeah. It's easy. One click. Ties right in. Just oh. one click. Um, <laughs> you still got sneezes <laughs> backed up in there, Carolyn? Um, I'm sure I'll sneeze again. <laughs> no, it just sounded like you were about to. That's oh, man. I think we're, oh. I'm, I might have to, we'll have to probably uh, take a pause here. Just. There's so many that have come through. We don't typically do that, but um, goodness, y'all. Uh, this last one that we'll uh, hit for right now, 7777 for Make Heroism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> laying down that David Lee Roth, which is fortunate. We're going to need some of that tonight, I think. It'll be good. I'm excited. Yeah, really exciting. If you want to get in on this action, best way to do that is by going over to Nude Podcast apps.com take off all of your clothes get yourself some satoshis support independent media and uh the hogs uh as well as bts as well as mmo bowl after bowl nick the rad planet rage grumpy old bins uh the lotus effects rhino the bearded all of them anything on the no agenda stream it's uh it's all value for value you should reach out and support yourself some public radio you're gonna like the way it feels Last time I did a show, it was horrible. All the female members of the staff went berserk, uh, as, as well as the gay man. 
do a commercial, you're off the artistic roll call. Every word you say is suspect. You're a corporate whore, and uh, end of story. Put on your 3D glasses now. That is just some some uh, live podcasting. I'm coming for you, Barbara. The easiest way that you we can support really this hopeful. show. We were going to get I our white it. powder. White powder. White powder. <laughs> oh, God, I like I that jingle. That. The jingle you use guys got. It's a banger. That's a... Uh, that's courtesy of uh, Make Heroism and Mary Kate Ultra. Indeed. Talented folks. Absolutely. Both of them. Uh, one All way right. that you can support this show is by calling our telephone line. 612-263-7999 is that phone number. You can call it up any time of the day, any time of the night, any day of the week. And uh, leave yourself a scream out, whether you got something uh, to scream about, whether uh, you just want to call in and say what up. All of it's there, open for you to enjoy, uh, just like this first caller did. Let's see what they got to say. Oh, let's hear it. Carolyn yeah. and John are in the green room. Yeah! Carolyn and John are in the green room. We are! We're going to grab society by scrote and sacrifice a bunch of fucking goats, because Carolyn and John are in... Ah! Going for the sustain caller. I like that. I like like that. Can I give them this? Yeah. Oh, you should. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, caller. Thank you, caller. Oh, and one of these. There we go. And then I eat them. Yes. Uh, Let's see what next caller's got to say here. Oh, let's see. You are listening to uh, Hog Screams. Woo! You know, yes. where uh, ah. Lavish couldn't figure out what he was wearing, and, you know, therefore John and Carolyn just come on over and hang out with Booberry Mothman of the unforeseen weather, where it's just sunny and rainy and back and forth. But that's cool. I like it. So, yeah. Huh? Green? I mean... Maybe one podcaster just don't know how to stay in their own lane, and they're just like, oh, I'm going to go over to this podcast. We're just going to create one mega podcast. It's just all the podcasters. Just all, it's going to be a giant panel. Everybody, Darren's going to come over, and Femrose, and <laughs> Phone Boy, and Phoenix, and, you know, just, just like all of y'all. New Year's Eve. Um, you know, Larry's going to come over yeah, and is. complain about something, and, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of annoying, I guess. But, I mean, it'd be cool, though, too. <laughs> We don't bring our guitars. <laughs> Interrupting crazy. I think it was what Abs in the Six Pack when they did like the that Mega One where John was on there, or John like Episode called in 100. or whatever for a minute. There's just like tons and tons of people talking, and I was like, "Who is who?" And fucking, oh, yeah. and fucking uh, the screen. Yeah, that was the first Man, time I, I talked like... to John C. Dvorak. Yeah, I can't get into details. I don't want to. But uh, all right, fair, fair. So <laughs> still be vague, but just when people okay. just like text. And it's like everybody was literally just around in the same vicinity, and then the text, and kind of like, like just, just go ahead and like tell it to the people, you know. Like, might be a couple conversations where, hey, can we come in the room real quick, kind of thing. But like, 
Yeah, something like that happened not too long ago, and it was just, you know, that I'm hearing different people's views on it because they're like, oh, you know, like blah, blah, blah. And it was just, man, it just made things worse, bottom line. It just made things worse. You know, we all have our things that we're guilty of, but uh, I go ahead and just, you know, vocalize it, especially when it's like it's so easy to do. Like, it was like literally it was all there, like, hey, just, you know. Get everybody in the same room or have a two or three don't don't mass group text and include people that weren't even there and yeah. Anyway, so it was just like ah! uh, I'm making things <laughs> worse. But yeah. <laughs> ah, anyway. Well yeah. It's a lovely time out right now. It's yeah. There was some rain and I was from sun, I'm gonna go run, so you know. Love you guys, all three of y'all. And uh sorry you're not here, Lavash, and uh stay dangerous and go ahead and whether it's rainy or sunny, go ahead and yell Kaka Oh Christopher Battles, <laughs> thank you so much. Very yes. kind. Thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you, Christopher. Uh group text man. Yeah. Playing with fire. Yeah, yeah, don't don't yeah. Yeah, just uh I feel you though, Christopher Battles. I felt that voicemail. No. I felt it. Yeah. yeah. Screams. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, I wanted to yes. play this for Pfeiffer um, since he was nice enough to do the song and all. Pretty soon a song just comes. <laughs> 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 it did. Yeah. Y- y'all do a show every uh, Sunday morning starting at around 9 o'clock Central. Oh, yeah. The Sunday morning two hour folk hour. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, uh, most times. It's been Dusty Apples. He showed up. Oh, I. That's exactly who I was talking about. Uh, and not Dusty you. Apples, yeah, no. Pfeiffer, around Pfeiffer, and, and uh, Pfeiffer, and Dusty, and Rusty. Sometimes, sometimes he's a some bitch. Uh, I should know. see if uh, see if my cousin Boozeberry wants to come play sometime. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah and Pappy then uh, old, uh, old, uh, old fancy sweet briar. Yeah, or Pappy Krusty Apples, he might show up. Krusty, what did you say? I got a kid named Dusty. He's a some bitch. Huh? huh? <laughs> oh goodness. Well, thank you for the calls, callers. We appreciate that. Uh, we do. And, you know, text messaging, it just amplifies any sort of uh, telephone game. So much context is lost over time. That's true. Uh, you can also text that number if you want to. 612-263-7999. You can shoot us a text message if you want to. And yes. uh, it looks like Texter sent us in a short clip. Let's check it out. The relationship. Okay between humans and these other civilizations. And here, here I want to put a button on this. When we detonated the first atomic bomb and the subsequent ones, when those go off, everybody knows what an electromagnetic pulse is. What they don't know is that there's a, a, uh, an attending so-called scalar or longitudinal wave that is faster than the speed of light that disrupts the fabric and communication and propulsion guidance systems of extraterrestrial vehicles. This is why they came in in huge force in the 40s and 50s. And this is why every single atomic and nuclear weapon storage facility, processing plant and base, and ship 
has been surveilled by these ET vehicles because they, when, when those things are used, it is very, it's like tearing the fabric of space time. I want to say that's David Lazaro. Is that his name? Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. No, David. Oh, I, I, yeah. His voice. His voice and that name both sound yeah. familiar. So I would say Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. Was, yep. It, does I'm canceling that one right away. Lazar, or is that just Lazar? I think it, it's like is that laser. the guy that was at Area 51. Oh, okay. Is that who you're talking so it's about? not glasses? Um, Lazarus. That's a different guy. Correct. Here, I'll. Uh, yeah, but Lazar okay. might come from the same, you know, root word or something. I the knew same, a DJ same batch of was, eggs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know right. a DJ named uh, DJ Lazarus, and and if you came, DJ Lazarus came, coming back from the dead. Oh, and if you came to him with a song that was or that of, of a band that he'd he already played, he would tell you. He would say. Already played Depeche Mode. So. Slap on the ass. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, I don't know too terribly much about Bob Lazar. Uh, I've got a general impression. It's not yeah. something that typically sways towards being favorable. Um, at least there's nothing I've heard him talk about in the, in the handful of things I have seen him on. Uh, none of it's really struck me hard enough to go and want to pursue it more. Um, yeah, he. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But yeah, yeah, it looks like that one comes from a longer podcast too. So uh, uh-huh. the actual YouTube link it's there in the chats. Hashtag Green Room IRC dot zero dot net. Do it. Kind of neutral on the guy. Uh, Pfeiffer says he's a spook. Do it. Oh, he's a spook, eh? We love the spooks. Yeah, well, I I'm mean, sure there's he's also a. Uh... Hey, beat it, spook! This don't concern you. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you calling spook, Pecklewood? <laughs> uh, well, goodness, let's um. Damn, I did have a couple of clips pulled. Uh, perhaps, oh, yeah? perhaps one could even say that this is uh. I want this to be my contribution to podcasting 2.0. Okay. Um, and I think this sort of um, incentives program would be highly beneficial for everybody on board. And uh, I just want to get y'all's take on it, see if we can maybe bounce around some ideas on uh, the podcasting 2.0 of the uh, equivalent of the backstage incentives program. Every metalhead on earth knows David Lee Roth loves chicks, but he didn't love paying union overtime on Van Halen's 1979 tour. So Dave came up with a brilliant scheme that cut out his stage crew's overtime and simultaneously got them all lots of groupy action. It was taking nine and a half hours to tear down the production at the end of the night and we're constantly behind in schedule constantly behind in union bills and whatever and I came up with the backstage pass incentive program what Dave did was each member of the band got backstage passes and they would give them to the roadies the roadies would put their names on the backstage passes once Diamond Dave had his score for the night he let the roadies keep all of the unused backstage passes to lure some groupies for themselves but only if they had finished their their work first 
and teardown time got taken from nine and a half hours to 94 minutes and 22 seconds. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. That guy narrating, was that Sebastian Bach? Uh, you know, I was looking for, I think this was uh, perhaps maybe a behind the music. I'm not okay. entirely sure. It's it's uh, oh. It was a shorter clip already made. Oh, this uh, is different. Uh, it, it sounded like him because I have those clips of... Uh, it was all rock and roll. <laughs> Look at that. I want to be respected for my art. Yeah. I do love you some Sebastian Bach. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my the- God. Look. Yeah. This one, this one, this one, I don't know. It just randomly pops into my head. Techno came and the metal laughed. That's right. <laughs> Indeed. That's What's that it, one from? He he did a uh, interview with, um, uh, not MTV, what was the other one? Um, VH1? VH1. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that do, was pretty uh, good. But, but these ones. Look at this. This one was from a video that he he found this kiss mirror. Oh yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was it was like a foamer moment for sure. It was something that had survived a flood, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, oh. it did. Yeah. And and it was in perfect condition. And he was just like just just foaming over it. It was amazing. Do you remember didn't you I have a Longer clips of that, you know. I have all these ISOs. Uh, probably it's probably in this. It's probably the same uh, initials. Should be oh, okay. Uh, I have one called "Look at This Long." Uh, yeah, oh, it's probably only four seconds now. It's uh-huh. gonna take a lot of cleaning fluid, but look at this. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. He's <laughs> wiping the mirror down. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> yeah oh he is um, definitely foaming over the yeah uh, i i i want to uh i don't want i don't want to do derail from from this from the clips you were playing um so i wanted to say that that sounds like a quite an incentive so so yeah. you so you do it so you do the job in as it in in a quicker amount of time you get the backstage passes, but did they still give the backstage passes out to girls? Oh yeah. Well, oh, that makes sense. Man. You got to get more girls back there for sure. Boys, you know? girls. Hey, don't be scared. Boys, girls. It's only pussy. The way yeah. I, the way I've looked at it, if it moves, it grooves. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're moving to the grooving. And moving to the grooving. <laughs> From there, it's all just fucking. <laughs> the groupies. Yeah. So you got uh, groupies. Well, see, I don't know uh I don't know if the job angle is going to work. Uh mm. just because Yeah. Um so much of it is sort of uh auxiliary tasks that we that we all put forward. Um except for, I guess the app uh developers are in a different category, Dave. Um I just don't know if they would be into it. So what if we present Backstage 2.0 passes for other podcasters, and then we can fuck them. Ah. <laughs> mm. we, we go around, we start passing out all of these uh, backstage passes, and then someone says, uh, yeah, well, let me see. 
see uh, number four there. Yeah, that's the one we're going to go with. And then you fuck number four. And then everybody else that got that didn't get their passes picked, we get to go fuck the ones that we gave the passes to. Oh, like, okay. yeah, I want to fucking get jammed again. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking eat it. This is my solution. We can make it all boostable I, the entire way down. The whole, the, the streaming, the fucking also. <laughs> so what if you already have a pass to another podcast? What if they, what the, what if that's already a thing? <laughs> that's literally my mindset. <laughs> that's, do you still get the streamed sets because you're fucking the other podcast? I would that's right. So. There's a mathematician in the I audience. I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> That's my hot meal. (laughs) Hello, behind the schemes. This is our Spencer. Mm. This is Dame DeLorean calling in to say happy 69th episode. (laughs) I should go back and make sure that. I started doing it when I was young. I should go make sure that's uh, as much primal sauce as is needed. Of course. I had uh, two of them. Okay. I, I need to retroactively go back and write splits into the shows. Oh, that's going to take some work. It takes work to say when I have clips. Uh, so that was, uh, I've, I've got some other clips that sort of get into uh, David Lee Roth's and Van Halen's backstage debauchery. Uh, we can check oh, them yeah. out if you want. Uh, there is the, there is the story of the barricades. Do you know about the barricades? The barricades. No. Oh, what are the barricades? I'm about to pop your cherry on barricades 2.0. Diamond Dave That's developed a highly you. organized system for finding post gig tail. When Dave was touring, both with Van Halen and Solo, he had the barriers in front of the stage painted different colors on the side that faced him: red, blue, and green, to denote the different areas of the audience. He'd look for hot girls in the crowd, and between songs, go to his assistant, Eddie, on the side of the stage and say, green right, 14 rows back, three seats in. The assistant would go out into the audience and stick a pass on her breasts. So after the show, there'd be 25 girls in the dressing room who all thought they'd been singled out to be with Dave that night. In fact, a number of them would be. The others would end up with other band members, or if necessary, the crew. It's unclear whether this system tied into Diamond Dave's bonus program. Yeah, I gotta represent the crew oh. in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta the like those program. Yeah, the the crew wants to fuck. Also, <laughs> that makes sense. Can't have an that's un- my hot meal. You can't have an unhappy, unfuckable crew. Oh yeah, otherwise you're not going to get a good job. Those guys got to get fucked. The uh, I am a fucking animal. What I what I like the most about this <laughs> this whole ordeal is that it decrease the amount of time that it took to load the show out because these guys were like we and i've been in this position before uh except it was usually to go to the bar because i was a drunk piece of shit all the time but it was always i don't even care if we're like three hours past the bar's close we're loading out so we can make it to the bar (laughs) 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 that locked door is only a suggestion did you try a brick? <laughs> Locks are a social construct. Works for the post office, too. 
fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a corn on a cob and make it sexy. <laughs> so if anybody wants to get up with me, come up with some uh, backstage 2.0. <laughs> Or Barricades oh. 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I had that David Lee Roth, that that very same clip on my uh, pocket operator. Oh, yeah. Sampler thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and slowed down. It's uh, it's nuts. The way he fluctuates his voice. The way, way. Just oh, slowed yeah. down. It's <laughs> all on its own. He's like a... He's like a sped up um, ambulance siren or something, you know? You know, you just gave me an interesting idea. It would be cool, and you might have tried this already, but if you're in the helipad, if you could route it through to the stem, and as the boosts come through, or even the IRC cacophony, which is running all this, the different sound effects, if you could like catch them with the stem and like like demonically sacrifice a goat in slow-mo... <laughs> oh well, I can with the pocket operator. Um, oh, that's fun! Nice. It has it has a an input, and it can receive sync signal. Okay, and you can save your your um, sequences and beats and all that shit by with the output, um, like in Audacity or anything. Record the audio signal when you put it into sync send. And it, like the old school things that would record on magnetic tape yeah. to a save. Um, but it'll take a sync click. Okay. And so finding the right uh, frequency to trigger it, um, I make it at whatever tempo I want. Just have, uh, I think to make it work right, have si- uh, 17 clicks. And that plays a 16 bar sequence. And so I can have a beaten or whatever, like a sequence of the samples or mm-hmm. a beat and the samples, like all that, whatever, uh, be synced by a boostogram, uh, have it play shit, that man. sound that, that <laughs> 17 click sound and it'll, it'll trigger the little pocket operator, but it, it got to be too much. Cause, um, I'd want to always concentrate on it and maybe doing just a show like with that little thing on its own and other music shit and have it be a part of the, like, musical part of it you know what i mean mm-hmm. that might be cool um but yeah it, it is nuts how just everything that people make nowadays you can do all sorts of crazy crap with them a little pocket operator you can make some insane synth sounds with just slowing something <laughs> a sample down all the way and it just holds the note and then you can manipulate it make some crazy bass and then also do drums and have it triggered by your fucking computer, which is receiving uh, ones and zeros money and playing a little clip when you get it. And then I'm talking to you right now through a fucking microphone. Who <laughs> dog? Oh, Lordy. Oh, man. Uh, the, about There's as, no fucking microwave. This is about as much as I can slow something down. Oh, sorry. That's sped up. Oh. <laughs> I can do like uh, real time shit like dot net yeah. dot 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 net. Yeah, I gotta I gotta get some fun stuff like that. Uh, that's my next. I don't know. That's I got so many fun. so many goddamn goals. So many dot net. 
I am so the goals.net. <laughs> so many goals. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, check out my public to do list. Fucking <laughs> 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 uh, A. Uh, we had uh, 16,969 sets from Sir Spencer a little while ago, about an hour ago, saying two hogs, one boobs. Be still, my nut. Whoops. Too late. Whoops. <laughs> Oh, here, Sir Spencer, here. And we have as much primal sauce as is needed. Of course. <laughs> oh. Not blowing your load and not being a freak and just keeping it chill. <laughs> now, I want you to see that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an electric knife, isn't it, John? <laughs> Man, that puts a whole new spin on that clip following murder. <laughs> murder, murder, murder. <laughs> We had uh we heard the uh, it's over nine thousand from Pfeiffer that was through CurioCaster boosting the live tag. He says, What does the hog scanner say? <laughs> I think it's right. <laughs> it's over six. <laughs> no, I mean we all know what it's over. It's, uh, obviously it's over seven. <laughs> yes, it's over seven. Uh, seven. Seven. Bully Steve got herself. Why are we uh, wasting this seven pounds of meat? Bully Steve got a uh, goat in there for 66. <laughs> 66 saying, fun holes are fun. And uh, I believe Bully Steed was making her own fun holes on that goat. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. It's a mentality that I developed. Ooh. And that one uh, goes back together. Back of the line, you. We, we, back, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we can I see you. We can put the goats back together as well. If anybody was, curious. oh, we could. Oh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, it's like a, re- a reverse to lightsaber. Sew- it's kind of cool. You didn't even need to sew them up. I, I was about ready to sew them up. See, we're all about that. As above, so below. You know, which way do you want to go? It's up to you. The options are there. I love it. I tell you, I mean, there might be more than one way to go. <laughs> Maybe. I know which way I'm going. I'm gonna fuck your fun hole. I'm gonna fill it <laughs> I'm up with fill my, it up with my fun. With my fun. <laughs> we had uh one thousand sixty two sats from Pfeiffer through the live tag on CurioCaster. He said it's sensational. Oh. I don't have a very is. good uh I don't have a very good Alex Jones. Oh, you're Jewish, right? Hey, you're Jewish, right? <laughs> uh, we got 8888 from Abel Kirby saying, Gero, to- oh, God, I'm going to butcher this. Gero to- Toinido is the clown girl's name. Uh, however, <laughs> it's spelled and not the way that I pronounced it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 6666 from Pfeiffer, he said, a ghost to hog story. A ghost, a goat toast. So G O. A-S-T. Thank you. Ghost to you as well. 2874 from Bully Seed through Fountain saying, give that idea some love 45 minutes ago. I wonder if that's the uh, Backstage 2.0. Mm-hmm. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 8888. Abel is all about that gimp. Did you know if you take 8888 times uh, and multiply it by 2? Do you know what that yeah. number is? 
Mm. Um, let me get a calculum later. And while he does that, Abel said uh, he's boosting the light attack through Carrier Caster. He said the Gimp is a proud, brand loyal Substack user. Seventeen seventy seven six. The uh, that's right. There's a mathematician in the audience. I I use the calculator. You I'm are the math man of the Polaris. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need to behave myself. We got ten thousand sats from Mitch Downey. He's boosting through Potverse, boosting the live tag. He said all sorts of crazy shit goes in RSS feeds. Damn straight. He said. Damn straight. <laughs> he said, "You're telling me, brother, love is lit." <laughs> should I? Should I spill? Nah, nah, fuck it. I didn't even say anything because lavish boosted the gimp and said he's uh, eighty-eight, eighty-eight. He said, "Shock the monk." <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my goodness! I'll have to get him those crazy little bowl cuts. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I, I'm hopeful. Uh, 6666 from Servo through Podverse. He said, boosting that hog split. Thank you, Servo. Oh, thank you. He wants that goat. Uh, mm. 1,170 from Pfeiffer Discord. Just get on spook.social. Damn straight. <laughs> uh, 7777. That's the David Lee Roth from Pfeiffer. I mean, dot, dot, dot. Hmm. Don't remember what that one was. I didn't catch it. Mm. Mm. Uh, Radio Ambulante. Sorry. Five hundred thirty-three from Widow Garrett. She sent a link Ooh. to a uh, IMD page. Roadies. Oh yeah, I've seen parts of this. Oh, roadies. Huh? The girls skateboarding in on the arena floor, and I got all triggered and stopped watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never seen this. Yeah, it was directed by uh, Cameron Crowe. Oh, okay. Yeah, HBO show, if I, or Showtime. Sorry, Showtime. Showtime. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, she said, did you all ever catch this? How accurate and ridiculous is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Luke Wilson's in it? And uh, who else is in this? Oh, wow. All right. Well, I don't recognize anybody else in it. Fun. We got uh, eighty-eight, eighty-eight from Abel Kirby. He said the pocket operator sounds like some kind of squishy pink sleeve you put your <laughs> cock into on long bus rides. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I feel like I saw well, one of I mean, those. As long as I have a blanket. <laughs> blanket? What are you, a pussy? <laughs> I also quite like how they included this little hole. That sounds like the perfect companion on the uh, China bus, which will take you from Norfolk, Virginia, all the way up to New York City. <laughs> Reveling Who in knows piss. On the penis, sir. <laughs> uh, speaking of reveling in piss, eighty-eight, eighty-eight from Cur- Abel Kirby said, "Primal sauce for the win." <laughs> you gotta get some of that. <laughs> some primal sauce. <laughs> Uh, ninety nine, ninety nine from Servo. He was the one that was feeling bad about the goat, and he just had to go make sure that one of them got out of there alive. You know? Oh, that's nice. Servo's oh, a nice guy. Good. Yeah, it's Servo. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice. Um, and then uh, that very last one was thirty five thousand five hundred and fifty two sets from Abel Kirby, and he said, 
Do you know what 17,776 times 2 is? I have to get my calculator. Oh, I do. And I'm going to do some poppers and try to suck my own cock. Wow, it's a, that's that's the Satsy set. Thanks, Abel <laughs> Goodness. Goodness. <laughs> Abel Kirby. Well, the you. maiden's joy. Thank you, everybody, for all of this. Yes, thank you. Thank you kindly. It's, um, I think it's about time. Let's do a voicemail. She get an intermission. How's that yeah. feel? All right. Sound good? Feels good. Yeah, hit me with the voicemail. <laughs> Feels good, man. Feels good, man. Hey. Uh, hey. Look, <laughs> okay. never underestimate Listen. the powers of your mind. So I let the stream <laughs> play after Hog Story last week. I was Uh-oh. dog tired. But uh, in that stream episode, um, Christopher Battle called and talked about the cold shower. <laughs> I did not consciously hear it. And then two days later, I called in to Nick the Rat, and I was inspired to get naked and take a cold shower. <laughs> Crazy. Never Crazy. underestimate the power of the mind! <laughs> nice. I love cold I love showers. showers color. Yeah, they're, they're nice, especially on a hot summer day when it's too hot. <laughs> And you just need relief. Mm-hmm. Damn straight. <laughs> or it's winter and somehow the cold water is still, you know, warmer than the outside. That's true. It's not. It probably freezes. Um, I do got uh, tonight's intermission prepared for everybody's pleasures. Uh, I don't. Um, I didn't get a chance to put Malachi's new. Uh, tracks in there, but I did do some artwork for uh, Malachi's recent EP called uh, Meat Grease. And I'll share a link with that if I can f- dig up that here in a little bit. We'll get that boostable on the podcast index. It's going to be so good. Um, I should say that there's a very, um, you know, there's a real learned man's lesson right here at the mm-hmm. beginning of intermission. I, I just, I need everybody to pay attention. Because uh, you're definitely going to be walking away with something. Is that fair? That that's fair. Mm. I I'm going to listen, um, <laughs> but I I do have to go. Oh, unfortunately. Um. Oh, that's I, right. I, yes. Um. I I I I want to give you my best, and um. Also, I have to be up early. Anyway, I I thank you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, in on behind the schemes in the green room, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. Your outfit, amazing. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, thank you, Carolyn, so much for um, for coming aboard last second. I do for both of y'all. I would love to do a back to back double feature hog story BTS roll from one right into the other. Um, we can do it. I we oh, can yeah. do it. I'd yeah, love to do, do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's let's do it. Um so and and yeah. I can make sure all of my um appointments have been not the next day. Mm. And in the morning. <laughs> Wait, you'll do that for me? Absolutely. I'd say, "Hey appointments, dial yeah. your shit down, okay? I need to be on behind the schemes the next day." Doing something and- for Booberry 
take one. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, <laughs> yes, and I would have my my fingers and my hand. I don't know if you know this, but my hands are moving right now. It's oh, they're all over the place. So, uh, um, and I'll have my sunglasses on as I do right now because that's how you podcast. All right. Well, um, thank you, thank you again for having me. I love you. I love you too. Thank you for coming aboard, and uh, hope you have a good night. Good luck oh, with the thank appointment, you. Carolyn. Thank you. Have a great night, Fletcher. Thank you, Carolyn. And uh, and unfortunately for Carolyn, she will be missing second second half of show, which is going yeah. to include NASA funding experiments with dolphins that degraded down to giving them LSD and hand jobs. Uh, so <laughs> in the meantime, oh, check man. out this intermission; it's going to be great. Looking forward to it, uh, and we'll uh, we'll be back with second second half of show. Excellent. Hello, my fellow Americans. Today I'm going to do you a huge favor. I will teach you how to lay a big titty goth chick. Step one, go to the local hottest spot in your town. Step two, identify your target. Step three, approach your target and tell her how much you enjoyed Behemoth's latest album. Learn the names of three of their songs in advance in case she suspects you are a fraud. Playfully shit on the band she likes and tell her it isn't real music. Step four, ask how old she is. Step five, if the age dynamic is illegal or unethical and you are still aroused, you are a pedophile. Resist temptation, go home, spank yourself a few times, and beg God to rid your mind of sinful thoughts. If this does not work, commit yourself to a psych ward and tell them you require treatment for pedophilic tendencies. Step six, omit step five if the age dynamic is legal and ethical. Step seven, after acquiring her number, text her to come over and watch a movie together. Step eight, when she arrives, play morbid videos. If you manage to find a real video of necrophilia with a corpse being fucked, she will undress by default and no further riz will be required. Step 9. Mama ain't raised no bitch and the target must be pleased to whatever extremity she desires. Allow her to perform any sexual act she wishes, no questions asked. If she stabs you during intercourse, leave the knife in until she finishes and then immediately apply pressure to increase your chances of survival. Step 10. Only go to the hospital if you require immediate medical assistance and bear in mind that doing so will terminate the target's attraction to you. Step 11. So long as you continue to fulfill her extremities, the target is yours. Step 12. If you wish to terminate the relationship, ensure your house is blessed by a priest to mitigate any effects when she hexes you. Ensure you pray every night for a few months until the revenge window concludes. That will be all. Good luck and may God bless the United States of America. Hey guys, did you know that in terms of male, human, and female Pokemon breeding, Vaporeon is the most compatible Pokemon for humans? Not only are they in the field egg group, which is mostly comprised of mammals, Vaporeon are an average of 303 tall and 63.9 pounds. This means they're large enough to be able to handle human dicks. And with their impressive base stats for HP and access to acid armor, you can be rough with one. Due to their mostly water-based biology, there's no doubt in my mind that an aroused Vaporeon would be incredibly wet. So wet that you could easily have sex with one for hours without getting sore. They can also learn the moves attract, baby doll eyes, captivate, charm, and tail whip, along with not having fur to hide nipples. 
so it would be incredibly easy for one to get you in the mood. With their abilities, water absorb and hydration, they can easily recover from fatigue with enough water. No other Pokemon comes close to this level of compatibility. Also, fun fact, if you pull out enough, you can make your Vaporeon turn white. Vaporeon is literally built for human dick. Ungodly defense stat plus high HP pool plus acid armor means it can take cock all day. All shapes and sizes and still come for more. You know, it's not easy being an everyday housewife. Do you toss and turn at night thinking about your husband tossing and turning with his secretary? When you see him hanging around young girls, do you think about hanging yourself? Well, that's why the FDA came out with a lovely little invention called cocaine. When I'm on cocaine, I can shake the baby to sleep faster than I can shake a gin and tonic. And my BMI is finally a number I can count to. Side effects of cocaine might include seeing dead relatives, teeth falling out, never not being able to cry, and kidney failure. Cocaine, a girl's best friend. Osama Bin Laden. something tonight when I feel damn proud to be an American. Get it, Mike! Get it, Mike! 
can read my poker face. Can read my, can read my, no, you can read my poker face. Can read my, can read my, no, you can read my poker face. Poker face, mama, poker face. Mama, my poker face, mama, my poker face. Mama, my poker face, mama, my poker face. Like they're in this place. Hold them, let them hit me, baby, baby, me. You wish him play the cards, it's a pistol. After he's been hooked, I'll play the one that's on his heart. Show him heart, show him what I've got. Oh, 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 oh. I'll show him heart, show him what I've got. Can't be mine, can't be mine, no, you can't be my poker face. Can't be mine, can't be mine, no, you can't be my poker face. Pop, pop, pop.
yes, I have been offered commercials, so I'm not jealous. And I've turned them all down because I'm not a salesman. <laughs> and I don't need money that is built on blood. So. Who offered to you? Well, in England, I did this really this classic England. I got offered a, uh, this is the product. You ready? Orange drink. I'm going, what's the name of it? Orange drink. Is that, it's classic England, right? Just such a socialist fucking nightmare over there, right? <laughs> That's the drink. It's orange drink. I said, yeah, you really got my act down good, guys. That'll be great. You know, when I'm uh, done ranting about elite power that rules the planet under a totalitarian government that uses the media in order to keep people stupid, my throat gets parched. <laughs> That's why I drink orange drink. Yeah, right. See, don't you see how it would all fit in? Don't you see how every word I said would be hollow and filled with nothing? We now return to Behind the Schemes. Starring Booberry, 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 And Lavish, 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 Lavish. Welcome back to the second, second half of the show for episode 142 of Behind the Schemes. It is still March 6, 2023. Could be Lavash. It could be Lavash. It could be John Fletcher of the uh, Hella Famous Hog Story. Oh, it could be. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, god damn it! If, if there was one thing that I that I lusted after the hardest, it would be a vocoder. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need this. Yeah. Oh. oh wait, we wanted to see how much we could slow it down. <laughs> Like that? That's uh, it's kind of trancy. <laughs> while it's while it's moaning like that. <laughs> I, I would be curious to play with one. Uh, they are curious to play with. Uh, that sounds like a <laughs> most apropos uh, description. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's, it's oh, sorry, wrong button. That uh, it's nuts. It's it's nuts. I have yeah. to put it down, or else I'll just be hitting it and putting other samples on it, like every everything. Anyway, well, this is the uh, yes, welcome back. Uh, this is the part of the show where we like to thank all the people that come out and help produce public radio. Uh, we didn't say it in the beginning of the show, but this is a value for value production, meaning everything that we do, we uh, put forth free for you to enjoy. And if there's anything that you value out of the show, just uh, turn around and give some value back, whether it be the uh, the insane amount of boostograms that have come through tonight, whether it be sending show art clips, music, ISOs, uh, story ideas, all of it goes towards making this the sort of radio that you gotta have. You gotta have it. You gotta have it. Uh, and I did get an email from Mr. Ed and Turbo, uh, Turbo Faggot. Uh, thank you both for those. I gotta uh, get those loaded up into uh, next week's show. We got some music suggestions and uh, some openers uh, submissions as well. And then oh, cool. last week, uh, Spaz was actually the one that, and I, I didn't get it listed, but he was the one that put forth the uh, FBI 
Pennsylvania gold rush story. Um, so thank you for that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, we did have a couple of PayPal donations come through. Uh, it was two monthly ones, KS and Sir Crossstitch for $5 and $5 and $33, excuse me, $5 and 33 cents, uh, respectively. Nice. We really appreciate the, uh, the monthlies. That's the sort of, uh, stuff that we put towards maintaining the uh, spook.social as an example and um, we just square everything else away for uh, gear later on down the road we're going to get some cool stuff just you wait Just there's you a bunch wait. of cool stuff out there oh I never am I was looking at uh, I'll have to find the name it was a boss or boss uh, vocoder little orange box with the black dials um, oh right yeah yeah that's kind of something I've been eyeballing. Um, I don't know. There's, uh, with like vocoders, it depends which way you want to go. Um, like the, what is that? The, um, oh, it's made by Korg. The micro Korg or the mini Korg? Mini Korg uh, sounds right. I think it's actually the micro Korg. It's, uh, oh yeah, that's what it is. Uh, and it it has a vocoder with a little built-in um, talkback mic, you know, that you screw in. Uh, you can find some older ones that they're way cooler than the uh, newer one. But uh, yeah, as far as standalone vocoders, I'm a are, little. Are you, I'm a little more comfortable with uh, analog stuff for sure. So. Yeah. That's kind of the direction I'm leaning towards analog. You can make your some... own talk box. <laughs> Don't threaten me. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. I'll put it on my list. Motherfucker. I mean, <laughs> I've got, I don't know if it works, but you're welcome to have it. Like I'll send it to you, like mail it to you. It's a tweeter, like a driver. Uh, it's from a rather large, uh, horn. And uh, that's what you need for a talk box. Of course, you need the amp to power it, but um, it would spit out so much high end. It would be kind of cool. It's just an inch around, but it'd be perfect. It comes threaded, so you could put something over it to house the uh, the tube and just screw it right on there, and then put it in your mouth. The tube that is. Oh, like the uh, Peter Frampton dealio. Yeah, but you don't have to run a guitar through it. Right. I mean, anything. But yeah, yeah. It uh, it would put out some fucking noise. <laughs> High-end noise. I love it. Yeah. In your mouth. Noise from my mouth. The best Dude, kind. The best kind. You'd have to get your own fucking, <laughs> uh, a separate mic for that. Because, of course, having that tube in your mouth, it's going to uh, create a bit of drool. Yeah. You could use that elsewhere also. Have a little collection cup underneath your mic. Mm. You know, uh, for pleasure. Yeah. I should install a spit valve on the tube. <laughs> mm. Should. That way I can just like drain it right between my feet. <laughs> That's my hot meal. Is that guitar? Oh god. I'm gonna get he's got soundtracks. Although we could probably make more money if you and I just did an OnlyFans thing. Hold on, hold on, I'm coming. 
you, Barbara. Come and <laughs> You're our family now. Ancient Bill Hicks proverbs say, shut him up. man that's uh that's some live podcasting right there that was that was uh intense <laughs> feels good right it feels good man <laughs> it feels so good i got it feels i couldn't tell you and just each spray from the aorta artery just washing over and over i mean it it came i i came <laughs> here it comes <laughs> I I most definitely have come. They don't always come. I think that's how, how the mob coming, band comes. You gotta get them. <laughs> I mean, Pretty soon a song just comes. Uh, that was Mick Heroism that suggested that. I gotta find that uh, uh, Bully Seed's definitely wanting Fernando. I'll find it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in the meantime. And we have as much primal sauce as is needed. Of course. <laughs> Oh, uh, I should count these up real quick. Plus that one. Who was that? Who did that? Someone did that. Uh, I'm, I don't. I, I, there's so many goats everywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm a little it's hard like, to keep track of all. Of oh, that was Servo. It's an electric knife, isn't it, John? Ah, <laughs> uh, I see it. It's Servo sixty six sixty six from Podverse, and uh, he was wrapping up. Uh, Pitar's streak, and he said, "One more oh, for nice. the road." Thirteen. <clears throat> the liquid that's flowing here, and uh, I, I see. Uh, <laughs> see, Pitar said that he uh, seemed to have dropped his knife during the um, during the carnage there, right there at the end. I get it, man. It gets all slippery and it. shit. Uh, it's yeah. not. It's not like uh, I only have two hands, guys. I mean, for me, it was, uh... Here comes the nut water! <laughs> uh, I should have censored that one. Oh, that was yeah. that was too dirty. Uh, and then it was 12 goats from Pitar. Just one right after the other. Um, I... Th- at some point, we're gonna do a counter. That's gonna be awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Dang. Your goatly it, week wrap it's up. Lit. <laughs> this week in goat. <laughs> uh I there was one last PayPal donation that came through, and this comes from my boo sister, Kitty Tarleton, and uh she had a very satiny donation of six dollars and sixty six cents. So thank you for that. Um if you want to support this production, you can always go over to behindtheschemes.com or badradio.live. You can check it out. Uh, all the ways to reach out and contact us, boo at BehindTheSchemes.com or lavish at BehindTheSchemes.com. And, uh, or you can just come straight on over to Spook.Social and get it straight from the source. Um, any way you want to do it. it. <laughs> any way you want it. Um, we should do a, a, let's do a, uh, let's do a couple of screen mails and then we'll get into some clips. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. 
I am Lieutenant Aldo the Apache. I am taking globalists out. I need men to join me. Hmm. Men, you say? I don't know what to say about that caller. Spooky. I know what to say. Kudos on the penis, sir. <laughs> Sounds like caller might be a bit of a spook. <laughs> what are you are trying you to coming or not? What are you trying to are you trying to get us to join a militia caller? Well, I mean, that's why they're coming because no Biden's a good guy. <laughs> Come with a telephone. Oh, oh man, this takes me back. The Biden Bukaki. <laughs> They come to my house, I can see them. Families that are coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't that, that guy from that guy from Guar was talking about that? Uh yes, that is true. When he was born. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Second biggest dick that ever came out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he, he was born ass first. Hey, it happens, man. Sometimes you just got to flip it around. Sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes nature flips it around for you. And then sometimes you just... Uh, Pull it out. You just fucking eat it. Let's see if uh, Color had a follow-up. I wonder if they flipped it around. Uh, that was a little synchronistic on this side because as as uh, the song mail callers were uh, wrapping up their song, the lights started dimming here on the automatic timer. Oh, I know it's getting sensual up in here. Oh, for me that that voicemail was a. Uh... It's like pink and foamy. Yeah. <laughs> pink Floyd, and it always reminds me of the ocean. That song because there's seagull sounds in there in the middle of it, and like I mean they're talking about. An albatross. Well, blah, blah, blah. what I can tell a caller is I wish you were here, but I'm glad where you are. Thank Watch you. out for those dogs. <laughs> Thank you for the call, caller. And uh, if you want to get in on that action, all you got to do is pick up that telephone number and dial 612-263-7999. That's the way you do it. Got to do it's it. It's pretty simple. It's easy. Do it for your... Do it for your abuela. Do it for your pop pop. And uh, make sure you go over and visit hogstory.net and check them out on the streams and in a new podcast app uh, every Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. Central. Exactly. I couldn't have said it any better, so I won't. (laughs) 
I'm practicing. I'm trying to turn. All you have to do is call me on the phone and tell me I'm not that lonely and that you'll be there for me when I need you. I'll be there for you when the rain starts the. Um. (laughs) How do you feel about dolphins? (laughs) I mean, I think I just answered the question. (laughs) You ever been around a dolphin before? Well, um. Here comes the nut water! I've only seen them, I guess, no, they were a por- They were porpoises. They weren't dolphins. Mm. I suppose there is a difference, yes. I mean, they have different names for a reason, I suppose. I don't know. They look exactly the same. Yeah, I was never, They're both mammals. I was never much into the Lisa Frank shit, uh, and that includes dolphins. Um, oh, I'm, no way, really? I mean, I wouldn't, like, go out of my way to fuck over a dolphin. Um, this never. Would you fuck under one? Well, we're going to find out what happens when science tries to answer that question. Uh, science? I, <laughs> I prepared for you a smorgasbord of clips, and we're going to go all the way back to the 1960s, uh, when free love was running wild, the war in Vietnam was going down, uh, and in or outside of the Caribbean, in the Virgin Islands, there was a little experiment going on. Have you ever heard of the Dolphin House? Oh, the Dolphin House. Oh, my. Uh, in your country, you have this uh, Fifth Amendment, so, uh, yeah. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a little stroll and visit. Uh, in the ocean? Well, uh, we're actually going to go to her house, which was flooded to allow the ocean uh, to come into the uh, dwelling. Oh, I think I know where this is going. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be discussing Margaret Howe Lovett. Uh, she was. Wait, a, can I just? I mean, the dolphins got to be like. Show me that you like me. I think. Uh, I think I'll have your answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we're gonna start with this first clip. This is getting into a little bit uh, of a like it sets up the conditions of the house of which they're doing these experiments. Um. The overall goal is to develop some form of communication in a verbal capacity between humans and dolphins. Uh, This is shortly after a book called Man and Dolphin, I believe it was called, came out. Uh, We'll touch on that here in a little bit as well. Um, But let's just go ahead and hear from Margaret and uh, what the deal with the dolphin house was. Margaret drew up radical plans for the house. She began completely redesigning the layout of the upstairs rooms altering their shape and making them waterproof. The building had not been built to flood. And we're going to flood the place comfortably, knee deep, a little bit deeper. And I didn't want to just be indoors for so long. So the balcony as well. We flooded it and it kept leaking. So we had to drain it all and plaster it up again. It took a while. They had a giant elevator. You'd get the animal on the elevator with a sling under it. And that's how the animal got up and down. Margaret had created a domestic dolphinarium where she and Peter could live together in a semi-aquatic environment. I had a desk hanging from the ceiling, a telephone, and a little stove I could make tea. I was on a foam cushion 
and Peter would sleep next to me and he would sleep as long as I did. And I lived there day and night and it was perfect. And so Margaret's extraordinary experiment began. Over the coming months, she would live with Peter in the dolphin house almost full time. Margaret would immerse him completely in her world to try to teach him English, like a mother teaching a child to speak. Yes, ten ten weeks they spent uh, at this facility. It was a house uh, that they remodeled in such a way that they could actually get the uh, incoming tide uh, during mm. throughout the day to like wash all of the <laughs> dolphin goo out, basically. Um, what's str- it's interesting is uh, I believe it was her brother or brother-in-law, Margaret's, um, someone close to Margaret said like, yeah, you know, they got this dolphin facility down here in the Virgin Islands. You should go check it out. And she just went down there on a whim and said, and they, you know, weren't expecting visitors at the time. And she was like, Hey, you know, do you need help? And she just volunteered and they had her do some studies. She had no prior experience with, uh, uh, any like research background or what, what have you. Um, but they just started getting her to take notes and they liked what they saw. So they brought her on board and, and then she went and so she did the, she did like a trial run for two weeks. Um, and then was able to like give them all of the suggestions to make this a more effective place to do these studies. Hmm. Cause there was no, like there was no quarantine dry spot at first. Uh, so she was literally just in the water at all times. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah, she was 23. Uh, when 23-year-old local Margaret Howell Lovett realized that the lab existed, she drove there out of sheer curiosity. When inquired as to why she came, she replied, Well, I heard you had dolphins, and I thought I'd come and see if there's anything, uh, if there was anything I could do. <laughs> I mean, that's like, I, I, I mad props, incredibly yeah. mad props, uh, to, to just go down there out of sheer curiosity and insert yourself into a situation, having no prior experience. Kudos. I think that's amazing. Um, in this next clip, the, these are both from the BBC. Uh, this next clip kind of gets into the mechanics of how Margaret was trying to train Peter, the dolphin. Uh, there were three in this building. It was hmm. Peter and Pam and one other one. They started with Pam first, but she was a little bit, uh, she was too much of an introvert. Uh, she didn't seem to be receptive to being that close with people at all times for, you know, at all day. Um, and Peter was a younger male, so he's definitely had the energy uh, and the gumption to seem receptive to learning how to speak English. Um, well, maybe maybe Pam would have responded better to a, a male uh, a research person. Well, I I believe it was Lily or uh, a, a guy we'll hear hear about in a, in a little bit. But it was one of the head researchers. He had started with mm. Pam first. Oh, uh, but he guessed that she had some sort of trauma. It was really withdrawn, just not receptive. Uh, she does appear she, later she in got the story. It's uh, in whale school. <laughs> bullied in whale school. <laughs> oh, she's a dolphin. Yes, that's why she got bullied. Obviously, 
bullies or uh, dolphins are mean, man. Just imagine a bully dolphin, dolphin bully. Well, let's. Uh, Peter's a good boy, you know. Uh, well, yeah, Peter's a good good boy. And uh, there was something here at the end which I thought was uh, interesting in the way she was able to show him the mechanics of speaking. Uh, this is teaching a golf a dolphin to speak English. One, two, three, four. These are the audio recordings she made. Today is August 18. This is the morning lesson with Peter. Hello. Hello. Clearly, Peter. I didn't talk to Peter the way I talked to you. I, I spoke in single words usually and made inflection, something that he could follow. That they were very good at. The, the enunciation was not good. But if I said one, two, three, I, I wouldn't get one, two, three, but I would get... Hard as Peter tried, there were still some anatomical restrictions that limited his speech. M is very difficult. My name, you know, hello, Margaret, I worked on. And M is just impossible. But he eventually rolled over so that it kind of, he would bubble it into the water. Mm, Margaret. Oh, he just couldn't get it right, and he just would try, and he would try. God. To help with Peter's pronunciation, Margaret wanted to draw his attention to the movement of her mouth and lips. His blowhole and my mouth sort of were trying to do the same thing. I actually put a white makeup, thick white and black around my mouth so that when I was talking to him or teaching a word, he could really see my blowhole, as it were, and I would really use my mouth with this makeup on it. And his eye was in air looking at my mouth. I mean, there's no question about it. He wanted to know, where is that noise coming from? What is that sound? Fish in bucket. Witness my blowhole. <laughs> Man, he got to see her blowhole. <laughs> I mean, I it's I think it's fairly uh, ingenuous. Uh, yeah, is that the word I'm looking for? Uh, ingenious. What, ingenious. Yes, thank you. The the big white uh, outer perimeter and then the thick black lips. I don't know, man. Some of it, uh, they, you know, they they say that. Uh, yeah. For some of for some of the recordings, they or I guess prior to this, when they were trying to first study Dolphinese, which is what it was referred to, uh, they'd have to slow it down. They'd have to like treat the audio pretty hard mm. in order to sort of hear the things that they're trying to hear. Um, but the dolphin definitely Peter it definitely is getting that intonation. You know, he can yeah. mimic that for sure. 
And using the water <laughs> to change the way he sounded. I mean, you know, he. Oh, for those ends, yeah, the, Margaret. Yeah, yeah. He knew that he was having a problem uh, saying it the way he was hearing it. So he came up with a solution. That's, that's, that's cool. The, uh, this next clip, we're going to hear a little bit about the progenitor of the whole trial. Uh, excuse me, not trial. Um, the experiment, study. the study, the research. Uh, Servo was inquiring about him earlier. His name is John C. Lilly. Uh, and he's. Old Handy J. Lilly. Are you familiar? No. Oh, dude. This I guy's, just wanted to say Handy J. This guy's got some fucking credits to his name. It's it's oh. crazy. I didn't realize that uh, he was so deep, as it were. <laughs> deep, you say? Oh, man. This, it's going to hit a lot of. Uh, uh, there's going to be a lot of bell rings for this one. Let me just say that. Um, oh, well, I better say this before uh, before anything. Because if I go too fast and get too deep, I'm just going to get squirted on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I bet you're going to be rethinking that tarp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Lily's intentions at the Dolphin House. Um, they, uh, it, this is 1965. He pretty much sold everything, divorced his wife, in order to pursue this project. I mean, he just, he put everything into this. He bought the land. It was his house, all that. Um, he's quoted as saying he's a student of the unexpected. And, um, it's just interesting. So let's get into this, uh, first clip. Margaret Howe hadn't known John C. Lilly long when they began their experiment together. He'd come to St. Thomas Island only a few years prior. Although a stranger to Margaret and the other lifelong residents of the Caribbean town, Dr. Lilly's intentions were well known. He was the man who would speak to dolphins. Having sold much of his property to buy the real estate and calling in favors to help with the construction of his laboratory, he'd arrived under considerable financial and reputational risk. He'd left the job security of working for the National Institute of Health, whereas a neurophysiologist, he was known for mapping the neural regions that trigger pain, fear, and arousal in macaque monkeys. He demonstrated that when a monkey is given a switch to stimulate an electrode that had been placed within the pleasure center of its brain, it would press the switch three times per second, 16 hours a day. Let's, you want to do that math real quick? <laughs> I mean, uh... Once it was reluctantly aroused, it was hard to get it aroused, and it is hard to get it aroused, but we got it aroused. That's a lot of monkeys smashing the button. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen with this monkey? Let's turn it on and find out. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's the button that makes the monkey go, me. <laughs> I don't even oh, know what's man. going on here. Three times Nobody a second. Come. Um. God. Three times a second. <laughs> 16 hours straight. <laughs> that monkey's its telling us something. It's telling us this. I want to show you where I come. I want to tell you about how I come. <laughs> I'll give you 16 hours of viewing window. Make sure you can get all the, the, the research in that you need. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to come now. <laughs> finish this clip off. His early work with dolphins was equally brutal. While attempting to study their brains, he'd accidentally asphyxiated several dolphins after placing them under anesthesia, leading to the discovery that they couldn't breathe unconsciously. 
But as he continued exploring the brains of rats, cats, sheep, and any other animal he could access, he pioneered a sleeve guide technique of guiding a hypodermic needle directly into the cortex, which did not require removing large sections of the skull or anesthesia. Now, with an adequate way to study the dolphin brain, which was similar in size and complexity to the human brain, Lily began to see their potential for intelligence. He became interested in how they communicated with each other. It was well known that dolphins and whales were highly social, but there was something more. They appeared able to convey complex ideas to one another. He did spend a considerable amount of time on his own sort of uh, researching their... um, I think he was doing like a... Uh, illustrated side views of their waveforms, recorded waveforms of their of their uh, um, their vocalizations. Oh yeah. yeah, that's the sort of stuff that he was working on. Um, hmm. now, now this guy, he sounds like a scientist, right? Sounds that way. Yeah. Well, the scientist is also responsible for something else hugely crazy. John Fletcher, oh. have you ever yes. found yourself? In a sensory deprivation take? No, I haven't. Oh, not well. not the floaty kind, or I mean, anything that would qualify. No. Mm, this guy, he knew a thing or two about him. He knew about. In him. an effort to remove as much external stimuli as possible and test its effects on the mind, Doctor Lilly invented the sensory deprivation tank in 1954 oh. using a modified diving mask. Dark, silent, and floating in salt water heated to body temperature to simulate the feeling of weightlessness. Lily not only disproved a prevailing hypothesis that the lack of sensory input would cause the human mind to fall asleep, he discovered the means of accessing a psychedelic state which would become the forefront of his curiosities, bleeding into every aspect of his professional and personal life. And I immediately found that this was a doorway. This was not an isolation tank. That's a cover story. It is really a doorway into the universe. It allows one to escape one's body, one's soul can leave, and one can clean one's karma from one's soul and become pure spirit. Long flotation sessions would gradually give way to waking dreams and hallucinations. Lily began to think of them as conferences, where he would meet with three entities he would come to know as the Earth Coincidence Control Office, or ECHO for short. Although terrifying at first, over his years in sensory deprivation, Lily understood ECHO as a localized branch of a much larger cosmic institution. They were his guides responsible for orchestrating what Lily called the long-term coincidences of his life, fatefully steering him in specific directions. ECCO, in Italian means this is it, but it means to me the Earth Coincidence Control Office, which is a, a, um, one of God's field offices. And Echo runs our lives, but we won't admit it. It was during the first Echo Conference in 1958 that the entities convinced Lilly to abandon the results-oriented constraints of government-funded research, divorce his spouse, and throw himself headlong into his dolphin studies. According to Lilly's writing, the United States Intelligence Service wished for him to continue his neural mapping research under their auspices in order to investigate its potential military application. They were equally interested in his experiments in sensory deprivation and to what extent it might make a subject more suggestible to outside influence. So this guy created sensory deprivation tanks. He's talking to extra-dimensional councils, called Echo for short, 
And he's working with intelligence agencies. Like, what's not to love? I mean, <laughs> what is, I mean, I'm speechless. The 60s, man. What a time to be alive. What a time. What a time. <laughs> we missed our marks. <laughs> I mean, did we? Uh, this uh, next clip gets a little bit into what the Navy was wanting to do with the dolphins, because you got to weaponize everything. I mean, shit. If it moves, it grooves. It can file, fire cruise missiles. I mean, yeah. I mean, you... <laughs> Listen, like you try out all sorts of shit. Anything you can strap to that sucker, you strap to it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's the what they're talking about in this one is like uh, searching for mines, acting like watch dogs for harbors and the like. Uh, and this is dolphins in the navy. Margaret's initial idea was to occasionally punctuate their lessons with day-long periods inside the tanks of Pam and Sissy, the two female dolphins kept on the premises. Another thought I had on the subject, Margaret wrote in her journal, is whether or not it would be best for the human to somehow find a way to satisfy the dolphin's sexual needs without another dolphin. Hmm, this might not be the clip that <laughs> I thought it was, but it's what oh. it's labeled as. Oh. Well, I, th <laughs> I think we need to militarize it. Yes. Militarized dolphin cock. This may strengthen the bond between the dolphin and the human. Outside of St. Thomas, Lily's claims of dolphin intelligence and language capabilities began to gain traction. His first book, Man and Dolphin, which he'd confided to colleagues that he'd written in a single weekend while high on amphetamines, was becoming a hit. It confronted its readers in the opening paragraph with the following prediction. Within the next decade or two, the human species will establish communication with another species. Non-human, alien, possibly extraterrestrial, more probably marine, but definitely highly intelligent, perhaps even intellectual. Popular culture was responding to his claims with comics, movies, television shows. They call him Flipper, Flipper, faster than lightning. The world was embracing the idea that certain animals were smarter than previously believed. Although Lilly had severed his military ties, the United States Navy was mm. conducting their own experiments in deciphering Dolphinese. These two dolphins are calling to each other. We can hear them, but we don't know what they mean yet. The United States Navy intends to find out. The Navy's Marine Mammal Program began their research in tandem with Lilly, hoping to discover what the dolphin's newfound intelligence could do for them. With its fine sonar and ability to plunge to the depths, it could be trained to locate underwater objects, to guard harbors against enemy swimmers and submarines, and to assist in various kinds of underwater operations. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of kind of various kinds. Poorly edited clip, but um Everybody's got the dolphin craze, man. They got that flipper TV show. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Echo the dolphin that uh, Genesis game, but not back then. Uh, well, you are 100% correct. 100% correct. The uh, developer was a fan of Lily's. Oh. Yep. Huh. Um, let's, uh, well, since I kind of. <laughs> Give you a little bit of dolphin uh, pre-cum there. Oh, well, then could I ex accentuate it with this? Uh, please. You know how sexual I look in the water? It's like the water just enhances my sexuality times 10. 
I'm a sexual being as it is. But when I'm sexually aquatic, there's no turning back. There's no turning back from my sexual aquaticness. Peter liked to be with me. He would rub himself on my knee or my foot or my hand or whatever, and I, and I allowed that. I didn't. I wasn't uncomfortable with that, as long as it wasn't too rough. Peter had caused Margaret some minor injuries on her legs and stuff, of pushing like an obsessed suitor. In the beginning, when he would get rambunctious and, and have this need, I would put him on the elevator and say, you go play with the girls for a day. But as Peter's urges grew more frequent, the process of transporting him down to the two female dolphins to satisfy him proved disruptive. Margaret felt the best way of focusing his mind back on the lessons was to relieve his desires herself manually. It was just easier to incorporate that and, and let it happen. It was very uh, precious, it was very gentle. Uh, Peter was right there, he knew that I was right there. Again, it was sexual on his part, it was not sexual on mine, sensuous perhaps. We've just become part of what was going on like an itch, just get rid of that. We'll scratch it and we'll be done, move on. And, and that's really all it was. <laughs> I was there to get to know Peter. That was part of Peter. I got an itch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was all about Peter. This is in the name of science. Um, and, you know, it was... Meanwhile, Peter's just singing to her. She doesn't know what he's saying. Put a banana split in your asshole, girl. <laughs> it's clinical. Uh, and she, you know, she does get into it. It was, it was for the research. Um, oh, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I can drill my own damn hole. Uh, now, it possibly couldn't get any wackier than this, right? Surely. <laughs> well, no, I know where I'm at. And so I'm hoping it gets wackier than just a, you know, handy jake. <laughs> <laughs> a little old itch scratching. Oh, I th- this will scratch some big old itches out there. But as she began dealing with Peter's sexual urges herself, using her hands and feet, and documenting her methods in a diary that would later be published, she seemed unable to predict the scandal that would unfold as a result. To her, it was a clinical solution to the distraction that plagued their lessons and an opportunity to bond with Peter. Both of these things, Margaret reasoned, were in service to their goal of interspecies communication. Dr. Lilly had meanwhile become preoccupied with the recesses of his own consciousness, going longer and longer in sensory deprivation. Referring to his own mind, Lilly wrote, It seems to contain or be part of some large inner universes beyond my present understanding. And in an effort to go deeper, Lily turned to a substance that was becoming the center of scientific interest across the United States. What do you think it could be? This should be easy. LSD for 600, Alex. This is a glass of water. Colorless. Tasteless. It contains 100 gamma of LSD 25. Against the advice of his colleagues, Lily would take it alone, closing himself in a sensory deprivation tank for hours, hoping to unravel whatever mysteries wait in the darkness. 
It was during these trips that Lily began to believe the dolphins were attempting to telepathically communicate with him. They programmed the trips, as I found out later, and took me out into the universe in a very expanded way. They? Who? The dolphins. Really? The three dolphins, yes. <laughs> um, and there was something that I, I desperately wanted to tell Carolyn. I didn't get a chance to because I hadn't worked up to this part yet, but. Mm. This is something to take to heart. Don't ever let anybody tell you that America is not the goddess ga- goddamn country out there. Because in the 60s, there was an agency out there funding studies involving handjobs, LSD, and dolphins. And that organization was NASA. As Margaret neared the end oh, of her 10-week-long experiment, she was no closer to conversing with Peter in English than when she'd started. One, two, three, four, five, six! And after more than two months inside the dolphin house, with her sinuses stinging from salt water and her legs splotched with bruises, Margaret was exhausted. Her sexual interactions with Peter had become increasingly relaxed. I started out afraid of Peter's mouth and afraid of Peter's sex, Margaret wrote. It has taken Peter about two months to teach me and me about two months to learn that I am free to involve myself completely with both. She clarified that she made no secret of this aspect of their relationship. Although she described her own approach to it as loving, it was not meant to be private, and Margaret emphasized that other people were often present. But these caveats would do little to stop their intimacy from ultimately defining the entire experiment once it became public knowledge. Once the ten weeks were over, Margaret and Dr. Lily had originally planned to resume the experiment for a longer duration, but Lily found himself struggling to fund it. Although he had financed the creation of the Dolphin Laboratory on his own with the help of some cosmic coincidence, he was relying on a few financial backers, namely NASA, to sustain it. <laughs> this is... uh, I mean, all I can say is, uh, you know, well, wait, will it play? Damn it, I'll put my mouth right next to the hole and blow into it. <laughs> In the name of science. With my Obviously. feet. With my feet. My and, yeah. <laughs> and, and feet. Mouth and sex. She could have identified as a... Uh, I'm a femme bisexual glamour goblin. <laughs> glamour dolphin. <laughs> glamour dolphin. <laughs> um, I was touching my feet like really sexually and I was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she never, she never heard of you know. There, there are other things out there, lady. They call it a jelly sleeve. I am a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> I am yeah. a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> the lip hole itself is. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna. I'm gonna fill it up with my fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it does work. I'm gonna, uh, unless there's a hole in it. These might need a little more pruning. <laughs> That's great. Um. Now, 
we're we're running a little long in the tooth. Um, I do have. There's four more of these clips. Uh, okay. They are girthy. It is the mm. documentary that I pulled these from is thorough. Uh, it's well worth checking it out because uh, there's just there's so much just layer after layer after layer after layer. It's a good documentary. And uh, thorough. The uh, he does end up uh, he he makes friends with Carl Sagan. Uh, Carl Sagan, as one is, does, is is down there. He's doing a lot of the. Um, the, uh, he's scuba diving with the dolphins and whatnot. They form this whole order. It's called the Order of the Dolphins, uh, and they would. Of course. <laughs> Do they have robes? Well, they made pins. They ah, made, they made they made pins. Hey, you can close a robe with a pin. Yeah. And what spurred this on is like, well, we're going to start sending out pings into the universe. See if we can't pick up any uh, interstellar communications. Uh, well, shit. If we do pick it up. How do we talk with it? Well, we have dolphins here, and dolphins have really big brains, and they definitely have this way, apparently, of how they communicate. That's we we will uh, cut our teeth here. That, hmm. that was one of the aims was to uh, learn how to talk to aliens. Well, couldn't we? Okay, say we figured that out. Couldn't we um, have a AI chatbot speak? Dolphinese to aliens, <laughs> or speak like the dolphin to aliens. <laughs> we hook up a dolphin brain to a computer. <laughs> 60s style, <laughs> right to the wall. <laughs> Electrodes, <laughs> fucking reel to reel tape machine, data banks, fucking. You name it, we got it. Knock a hole in my wall, let the sea in. We're going to put an image of a lady jerking off a dolphin onto a gold disc and launch it into space. Oh, wait. How about this is how we communicate, y'all. <laughs> we, we take a dolphin and we strap it into a chair. We put the electrodes in. Clockwork Orange style, blast the dolphin <laughs> out into space on a satellite. You can have that little uh, diode that Lily developed, and the dolphin mm. would sit there and push the button three <laughs> times <laughs> a second. It would take a spare, though, in case it found an alien. I brought you a gift. <laughs> the dolphin would just start trying to get up in its knee. <laughs> you got seven of them, might as well. I mean, shit, it bruises the alien's legs. <laughs> what kind of planet do you come from, creature? <laughs> it's a filthy place yeah we like it down here cause we can fuck woolly mammoths I am a good boy <laughs> uh, it, you know it was a good run man it was a good run um, I think uh, well, we're kind of winding down we're gonna see how this kind of culminates here Although a transgressive idea, Lily was far from the only scientist giving acid to animals to see how they reacted. In fact, Lily had yeah. already begun giving it to the other dolphins in the laboratory in an attempt to make them more communicative. After giving 100 micrograms to Pam, a typically timid dolphin, mm. Dr. Lily noticed her becoming more extroverted and eager to interact with him. But no Margaret's shit. problem with Peter wasn't that he was uncommunicative or introverted. Peter had the Small opposite dick. problem. 
Look, John, Margaret said to Lily, I am devoting my time, my energy, my love, and my life to working with Peter, Sissy, and Pam. I want no interference with my aims for that work. If you want to do your experiments on solitude and LSD, please keep them in the isolation room. Despite Margaret's protest, Lily administered 200 micrograms to Peter and recorded his reaction for several hours. 10.06 p.m., 2,600 hours, tape number 8. Peter and LSD, 200 microgram dose continued. This is about the beginning of the eighth hour. Whatever effect it had on Peter seemed to be almost entirely internal, as the recordings feature little more than the analog hum of the tape and the occasional motion of tank water. The introduction of LSD had accomplished nothing, and it became a point of contention with Margaret and the other staff at the Dolphin Point Laboratory. Gregory Bateson, an anthropologist in charge of studying and looking after the other dolphins kept on site, left in protest. And without government grants or allies who were willing to follow his new approach to interspecies communication, Lily had no choice but to close his Dolphin Point Laboratory after nearly a decade of research. Against his own code of ethics, he moved the dolphins to a small building he'd rented in Miami, where they were stored inside tanks barely wide enough to swim. Lily couldn't have been further from his vision of living symbiotically in intellectual collaboration with the cetaceans. But the final failure of the Dolphin House experiment would come only a few weeks later. What do you think happened? Actually, no, I'll tell you exactly what they trained Peter to do. Unwittingly. He had trained a dolphin to kill the President of the United States. Basta be now! And you never once paid for drugs! Not once! Uh, yeah, Peter. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. When Peter passed away, John called himself to tell me, Margaret later told The Guardian, he said Peter had committed suicide. Peter had reportedly stopped breathing, refusing to come up for air at the surface of the tank where he was kept. Kathy, one of the dolphins from the television show Flipper, suffered a similar fate after the show's production had ended. Science is over here murdering dolphins, dude. It's an electric knife, isn't it, John? <laughs> John? John Louie. <laughs> 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 It's it's so this is a bizarre story. Um so far we yeah. covered the interdimensional council. What do you think that dolphin saw on acid? I don't know. Um It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I you know, I it's in the show notes, you can check it out. Uh I'll I'll save the time on the clip, but um there is a there's a video linked in there of where they put mirrors inside of a tank and dolphins interact with them in ways they would outside of places where there are mirrors. Um, so like they'll hmm. wait, waggle the, their fins. Uh, they'll do stuff that they allegedly only do in front of mirrors. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean. 
Well, think about it this way. So, aquariums, these sorts of places, you know, is the water... If you're tripping, the last place that you want to be is indoors, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's really confined, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So, oh, this is so trippy. Well, and and then you uh, inadvertently, and this is something that happened with like uh, with with Feld is you interact with animals in a personal level. You're not necessarily giving hand jobs to elephants with your feet i guess technically not all the time i guess technically that would be a foot job wouldn't it um yeah but the animals they end up developing purpose and when when you remove purpose and uh we try to you don't even feel it at all in the in the case of peter sissy and pam here i think they he actually ended up letting pam and sissy go um Mm. but peter was the one that just Stop swimming. Rip. It's uh, all in the name of learning how to speak to aliens, funded by NASA, uh, sidelined along with the CIA and the Navy's own pet dolphin considering projects. The, uh, considering the amount of money we sink into uh, both of those organizations, I hope they succeeded. Uh, now, this... Uh, Dr. Lilly, he kind of lost his mainstream scientific credibility. Oh, well, funding uh, dolphin hand jobs will do that. It's uh, it's kind of a long clip. I, I can summarize it for you. He he ended up transitioning from LSD to uh, a special little vitamin called vitamin K, a.k.a. ketamine. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. And he ended up doing a lot of it. Like a lot. Oh. Like a lot, a lot. And then got in the sensory like de- <laughs> deprivation <laughs> deprivation tank and uh, <laughs> went to talk to aliens. Um, now the Echo Council... Aliens on K. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because the Echo Council had told him at one point that he had been uh, overcome by an entity known as K. Uh, he was oh. actually in a pretty hardcore bicycle accident that left him ho- hospitalized. Put him in the hospital for... Put him down a K-hole. <laughs> I'm falling down the K-hole. Shoot! <laughs> um, the... Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of blowholes... You know those feet with the holes in them? <laughs> Not what I was looking for, but close enough. Hey, I mean. <laughs> uh, he, let me. Uh, damn. I, I am curious again how much how much ketamine it was because it was a tremendous amount. Let's Without easy access to large quantities of lysergic acid, Lily would continue the experiments on himself with ketamine, an anesthetic he called vitamin K. The frequency in which he subjected his body to it was punishing. Injecting it into his thigh 24 times a day for weeks at a time. That's how much. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. It was enough for a Pam the Dolphin to ask him this. Oh, maybe? Remember the time you and Chingy snorted K off my vag? (laughs) My dolphin vag. (laughs) 
I don't know if you ever do they have that? I've never I don't know if you ever seen Dolphin Badge, I'll tell you what. Looks, no, that's not that's one thing I hadn't seen. Looks just like pig badge. Well that's uh Wow. Because when they want to have some fun, they will put their penises in that hole. Um, I, this is going to be this is going to be the K hole. This is going to be the wrap up clip. Uh, <laughs> I just I don't even know what to say. Even many of Lily's colleagues, such as computer engineer Ted Nelson, have been outspoken about the esteem many hold for him being a misinterpretation. I worked for Lily for a year, my mid-1962 to mid-1963, and I knew him pretty well. He was fairly ruthless and a great con man, but good company. Although it's worth noting that Nelson goes on to confess that Margaret Howe wasn't the only one engaged in inappropriate acts with Dr. Lily's dolphins. She she liked me, and she, as she swam by, she would often present her genitals, which I would caress and sometimes finger. She liked that. <laughs> I contemplated coming in on a Saturday at a time no one would be around and actually attempting intercourse. I was young and horny and, I believe, capable. But the idea that I <clears throat> might be found dead, naked, and wrecked by dolphin teeth deterred me other <laughs> wow this is a programmer <laughs> i call it the finger flinger i just thought that's like how you do it that is the way you conduct science i mean it's pressure sensitive but using a finger never feels quite right In the name of science. In the name of science. That's... Fuck you, yeah, get fingered. I'm... I, I, I just... I'm not sure how I feel about this, this, this series of escapades. That is a word for it. <laughs> Escapade. With dolphins. With dolphins. Uh, yeah. Uh, and she does rap by claiming uh, the... Uh, or stating that the developer of Echo the Dolphin, which you'd already talked about, mm. uh, was a fan. So, yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> I don't remember any levels like that in Echo the Dolphin, though. <laughs> the secret hand job level? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Echo the Dolphin hot coffee. <laughs> it's a little sketchy at first, but it's quite accurate. Far more than using a finger. Whoa. Dead and raped by dolphin teeth. Where do they find these? I mean, that sounds like a metal album if I've ever heard one. <laughs> this sounds like a boost. <laughs> <laughs> Dead and raped by dolphin teeth. Well, <laughs> at first, the interaction seems harmless enough, <laughs> but it quickly escalates. <laughs> The bottlenose take turns assaulting the spotted, perhaps to assert their dominance. <laughs> They're nasty, perhaps. perhaps, yeah. <laughs> uh, I am a fucking animal. He's a monster. A fucking animal, to be specific. <laughs> Don't mind me. Don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. He said it. Oh goodness. Let's uh let's do some let's do some screen mails and get the hay out of here.
Oh, yeah, what the hey? Dude, birds are fucking gross! Dude, they are. birds are gross. Thank you, thank you. I've, I've not had uh, intimate companionship with a bird, but I could imagine. I could imagine. I can only imagine. Uh, let's see, this is our last one for tonight. Hey, uh, I'm trying to find behind the story, or uh, uh, a friend of mine done told me about this uh, combination of podcast that's going to be going down tonight. Uh, it was supposed to be like behind the story, or hog scenes. I like hog scenes. Person because you know, hogs are always steaming. Uh, <laughs> they they go up there, garden and fields. They out there fucking in the field, making more hogs. Yep. So, uh, uh, yeah, hogs are always steaming. I wouldn't mind getting behind the story. But pardon me for a second. The birds are in my skin! The birds are crawling in the skin! Oh my god! Get them out! The birds are in the skin again! Alright, y'all done have good night there. Take care. Peace. The bugs are coming, caller. Yeah. I can hear him critting away out there. The bugs are bugs. coming. Have you ever seen that movie, uh, Bug? Mm-mm. Oh, no. Oh, mind trip of a movie. Top tier, uh, conspiratorial, esoterical mind fuck of a movie. You got Michael Shannon in it. It's good stuff. Who's that? Who's Michael Shannon? Uh, he was mm, Zod. In that, oh, yeah, the right. last okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Zack Snyder or whoever it was, Man of Steel, whichever one. Brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> Brought to you by. Oh shit! Brought to you by yeah. shit. Brought to you by shit. Sponsored by, by Pfizer. How dare you? <laughs> um, damn. I think that's uh, I think that wraps us up for tonight. Um, thank you for. Uh, sticking sticking through it i really appreciate it man no man that was that was crazy i i didn't know it went that far and i didn't know about the fucking giving lsd to dolphins in hopes that they could help us communicate with fucking aliens well what the shit sometimes it pays to be a baller was that the dolphin oh man that dolphin (laughs) oh i've read on the internet these guys are a couple little fuckholes he's a the mustard squeezer and onion dumper i just I'm curious about uh, Dr. Lilly. Um, he's got a lot of books. He ended up like getting into writing an autobiography. Um, it had with like, his mind. Well, it had like seven open cha- uh, opening chapters, and each one was from a different uh, astral projected pre form pre birth. Okay, yeah. is he still alive? No, he died in he died September 30th, 2001. Oh. Days after the New World. 
Yeah. What is up with all of that? Well, what I, 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 I'm just, yeah. Um, I'm little, I, yeah, I don't know what the, uh, <laughs> it, just that's puzzle. I mean, it kind of, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's, be, it's, it's not beyond my realm of comprehension to uh, think of the government funding such things. And what are they funding now? This was the sixties. It's, so. it's the dolphins doing it to the people now. What, what animals are we jerking off now? We really uh were you a fan of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yeah. You remember the message to the uh to the people of Earth when the dolphins left? So long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> so long and thanks for all the jacks. <laughs> oh my god. Thanks for making me come. Adios. Yeah, man. Uh, well, let's. Um, yeah, we're we're. This is it. We're done. This is done. We're done. No. But we won't be done. Both of us won't be done next Monday. No shit. We're stacking it up on Mondays. Yeah, we got Planet Rage there at one o'clock in the No Agenda Street. We got Hog Story. With Karen tell Blaney you the story. Uh, tell you the story of Karen Blaney and John Fletcher. It's a very personal story. <laughs> These people are sick. They do like fresh air, motherfucker. Nice, clean, beautiful, fresh air. Cleanest water. Dolphin jacks. <laughs> the cleanest and freshest blowholes. I've never jacked a dolphin. I'd jack one. I said something quite similar early, earlier in, in the chat tonight. <laughs> I wipe my finger every time I touch the cocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a good boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a good boy. Oh, yeah. Separate, same channel. Like a like an amateur. I'll tell you, man. You're audio done. <laughs> audio routing. It's a motherfucker. And they're done. They are done. And uh, I'm going to be done for tonight. This has been Booberry, Black Knight of the Mothman. Hey, I've been done for a long time. I'm Fletcher. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, behind the scenes. BYO3DG. We're more public radio than NPR. Sponsored by Pfizer. I'm coming for you, Barbara. I see Esk, Kataro, and Pigga. Who starts press any key? Where's the any key? Radio.live and leave a stream mail 612263SXXY. And they're running a porn site on our show here. By the way, the chemistry of the thermite reaction must be respected. I am a good boy. I've seen a lot of bad things.
and they all make me come. <laughs>